How's it going, Nat? I'm really good. How are you? Oh, same shit, different day. Always? <laughs> Always. Why? That's like my friggin' slogan. I want to put on no. a t-shirt one day. I guess you should. Maybe same shit, merch different, one day for same, us? same shit, different toilet. Or is it a good one? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Put that one on a t-shirt. No, I would not buy that. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. we're, we're joined today by two very special guests. Uh, guests that we've been excited to have on the show for some time. Big D. <laughs> Deanna. Deanna Bova. And uh, and her boyfriend, her significant other, Mr. Nick Stangolis. Yeah, how are welcome, you? Welcome to the show, guys. guys. Thank you for having us. No problem. Absolutely, We're having us. So excited to have the both of you on for so many different reasons, but also for Deanna for coming onto the show because you have so much to actually say and so much to give, especially with the topic that we are going to be talking about, which is entrepreneurship. Yes, and it is a huge topic that. For those who are not entrepreneurs, like so you and I, we are, but a lot of people aren't and they don't really realize what actually it takes to be an entrepreneur. The work, not physical work, but mental work, personal development work mm-hmm. and everything that goes with it. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. So let's, okay. What do you do? So I'm an esthetician and I own my own nail salon. Mm-hmm. What's the name of that nail salon for those who want to Google it? So it's Dee's Divine Beauty. Dee's Divine Beauty. Very yes. beautiful. I love that. And what exactly do you do? So I do um, nails, waxing, pedicures, um, lash lifts, all that fun stuff. You do lash lifts? I yeah. was meaning, okay, because I've been wanting to get that done. Yeah. So it's good to know. Okay, awesome. Yeah, it's something I've actually been wanting to get into, like to start doing. So we've been friends for years. Obviously, I I know that you've been doing this for like a long time. You know, we've been friends since before you even went to beauty school. Yes. Right? Oh, really? So, but yes. how long have you, because you worked for other people previously in the mm-hmm. same field. Yeah. How long ago did you decide, enough's enough, my time to shine? Oh, my God. I started, I want to say 2021, right? Yeah. Yeah. 2021. So it's been a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Business has been good. Mm-hmm. Business has been steady. Yes. So what do you That's do right. then to like build and reinforce your clientele? Um, so when I first started, it was really hard because I knew no one. Yeah. Like started from scratch. So I used Instagram, honestly, like Instagram ads, just posting things, um, word of mouth and it's kind of just how it started and then you're like comfortably in like uh so you have clients lined up basically every day monday to friday like security mm-hmm. the beginning say. of the day to the end of the day now i do yeah never running out of like a yeah but the beginning it probably wasn't like that right no, no. the beginning it was like maybe one or two clients a day mm-hmm. so it was tough like i remember just being so hard on myself and thinking oh my god i'm never going to be able to do it and then yeah. randomly just started picking up mm-hmm. and you but you've like from from my interpretation of like your business journey mm-hmm. like the quality that you put out is like high end. very very high, high yes. like end. to the yeah. point where it makes you wonder you know especially at those beginning times like mm-hmm. how long did it take you to get a client and you're sitting down and you're painting like incredible designs on people's nails like it mm-hmm. art the artistry is yes. like incredible yeah like did you did the speed come with the skill? Did they come in hand in hand? Or like, um, did you have to like tailor it to be, you know, speedy? You have like five clients a day you have to hit, but you you still yeah. want to put so out I, a quality product. I feel like product. that also came from like working in a salon. Okay. So like when I was in a salon, you learn all that stuff. Like first, obviously, you're not going to be good at what you do. You're just, yeah. you know, you're going to be thrown into it and you're going to have to just learn. 
And then over time, you kind of just like you watch everyone do it and then you do it yourself and then you kind of pick it up. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of like what I think. But when I first started, I was I was so shit. Like so, so shit. Did your okay, I guess did your business journey kind of go from you always knew you wanted to go and start your own practice? Yeah, so when I was in high school, like I knew I wanted to do something on my own. Like even mm-hmm. after my first job when I worked in the mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I remember quitting there and I was like, I just want to work for myself. Like mm-hmm. I kept saying it. Is like, that where you worked? Like there, there was a salon in the mall, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. I kept saying it. I was like to my parents, like, I don't even want to work for someone. I just want to work for myself. Yeah. And my parents were like, you know, you, you can't do that. Like you need experience, like all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So I worked for another um, salon and then I worked there for like maybe three years. And actually Nick was the one who was my supporter. He was like, you can open up your own thing so it's kind of where it went from yeah Mm -hmm. and then i know nick was like a major role in in developing these Mm -hmm. divine beauty he was he built it (laughs) he built it like with his own hands eh? (laughs) yeah Yeah, well he built the room in my basement with his that is amazing Mm -hmm. so tell us about that how would that go i mean when what when she came to you you obviously inspired her to take it in her own hands Mm -hmm. for sure when she came to you with it did she come with all of the creativity or did she open it up to you? And you had the ideas. What do you mean? It? Like creativity for which part? In terms of design and the actual building of the, like the studio. Yeah, the design part, we just kind of by day, right? We do one thing, then change the other. Oh, we don't like this. So we'll put that there instead type of thing, right? Yeah. So there wasn't like a blueprint or nothing. We just, let's put four walls up and see what we could fill in. And then everything came after that. And you had like the skill set to do this stuff before? My dad and I, yeah. yeah. My dad, obviously a lot more than me because the rental properties and all that, he always did himself. Mm-hmm. Just one, he gets bored quick and he always has something to do, right? But I learned a lot just helping him. And then, yeah, we put it up pretty quick on the weekends and just went from there, right? So and whatever. In, in but, terms of building, yeah, like the actual studio and stuff, mm-hmm. like what went into it? Like... What we used, or yeah, what do you like mean? everything? Well, what, the what basement was just gutted, right? So it was just concrete and mm-hmm. had the insulation on the walls. So yeah. everything from the framing to the floors, everything, right? The whole room was just rented, but just that section of the basement was. Yeah. And then, did you guys have to like reno any kind of like special services, like water or? Well, that's the thing. Like, so my parents were kind of like, "Oh, no plumbing, like in the room, right. in case mm-hmm. they ever want to sell the house." Mm-hmm. So there's no plumbing or anything in the room. But if I need water, I have to run upstairs which is (laughs) which is annoying but besides that i mean it still works yeah Mm -hmm. yeah the idea was to like kind of set it up where once her dad like wants a man cave down there right to watch football and stuff Mm -hmm. so there we already started a bathroom there that Mm -hmm. way she doesn't have to run upstairs we could just go across there she could use that Mm -hmm. the clients could go use that washroom instead of going kind of through the house right right not a lot of people like random people walking through their house so it would make the most sense to do that mm-hmm. but it was definitely easier to do that that way everything's set up for the future kind of and then how long did the actual project of like building take it took a little bit oh, longer because so long. obviously <laughs> my dad and i work downtown so only the weekends right yeah. we leave early in the morning go pound it out and then come back so it was a little bit long but probably i don't know maybe a month and a half I would, say, oh, I would say yeah. it's short. Oh, I it was no, be like six so months or something. No, it no, was no. quick. I don't it was think quick. it was a month. No, I think it, More. Was, it was longer. Yeah, no, I know. I oh. said a month and a half, two months maybe. I think it was for like... For just two days a week type of thing. It was during COVID. So I feel like all of that was a blur. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you mm-hmm. started during COVID. So, so yeah. what happened was oh, wow. like the lockdown happened yes. in March. Yeah. 
that's when I was like at home and had all this time to think. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go back to my job. I was like, I don't want to work for someone and make minimum wage anymore. Yeah. I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of like asked my parents, like I built up the courage, which is funny because in my journal, I wrote, so I read this book called Everything is Figure Outable. And in this, by? Marie Folio. Okay, I'll look into that. Yeah, I love her. So I wrote in this book, it was like, she made you write down like, what what you want to do, what's stopping you, and then like write a line through it and write like bullshit and say why you can do it. So good. So I wrote this before COVID even happened. Okay. And then during COVID, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna build up the courage to be like, I'm gonna ask my parents, see what they say. Mm-hmm. My parents were for it. Obviously, they were like, okay, we'll we'll help you like um, start the basement and then everything else in there. Like, I kind of, you know. My parents paid for that part, but I paid for everything in the room, like right. to start up the business. Mm-hmm. Nick's help, obviously, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I feel like because I wrote it down, it kind of like manifested in my life. I it don't know solidified. if that's like, yeah. It did solidify. I did that before too, where you just kind of journal anything and everything that's out of you. Mm-hmm. And then you really write down what is it that you want to do. Actually, funny enough, I did this a couple of weeks ago. I wrote from the later 2023 version of me Mm -hmm. into a piece of paper of everything that's going to happen this year. Obviously now though, like it's February, Yeah, but that's how it's a part of the journey of process, right? Whatever is in your mind, you put it down. It's already in physical form. Mm -hmm. And from there, because then you start to build this, I wouldn't say belief, but your focus starts to transition because when you then see what is it you actually want, you start to make better choices, better Mm -hmm. decisions. You take better time with your time, with yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's when things start to step by step. Success is never an overnight thing. Ever. (laughs) We all know that. So anybody who wants to start any sort of business or any project or move to a different country, whatever it is, it is a step-by-step journey. And actually a phenomenal book to help with that is called The Slight Edge. Highly recommended to any person, whether you're an entrepreneur or not. Um, And so, yeah, I wrote it down too, but I would say also COVID was amazing time for many people to actually sit with their thoughts because we don't do that often. We don't just sit in our thoughts. We have so many distractions, people calling us, texting Mm -hmm. us, let's go hang out. We, you know, go out for a walk, like whatever. There's so many different distractions, but I found that COVID was really the perfect opportunity for people to sit with whatever was inside of them. And many, many of times they had these realizations oh, you know what? How I was living my life is not how I actually been wanting to live. A lot of people realized they were just kind of mm. going through a, like a hamster wheel. Mm-hmm. How do I get off that hamster wheel? And how do I break that hamster wheel so I don't actually get back onto it, right? Mm-hmm. I had the same things too. I had the same things too. And that's yeah. when my business grew too. But yeah. I feel like COVID actually honestly like changed a lot of people's views on everything. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, how I felt. Sure. I think you're absolutely right. But I, I wrote down a question here. So I mean, you guys are talking about, especially you started the business in COVID. And I think everybody kind of had a sort of uniformed experience during that period, especially with the lockdowns and stuff. Yeah. Like you said, the hamster wheel. Mm -hmm. But like you obviously faced several points, Mm -hmm. including, you know, one client a day, like you said. Yeah. What was your motivation during those slow periods to keep going? Because obviously there's a million and one days in that stretch. So actually, it's funny enough. So when I did start during COVID, um... It was really busy because of the lockdowns. So people were just messaging me being like, oh, are you open? Can I come get my nails done? And 
I was like, sure, like I need to make money, obviously, right? So I was, you know, letting anyone come. I didn't know these people. I would do their nails. But then eventually when things started to open, that's when it started to die down and I would have like one or two a day. And I was so honestly depressed and like I would beat myself up and I'm like, oh, I can't, I'm not going to make it. Like, I can't do this. And I would cry to Nick Mm -hmm. all the time. Nick would always be like toughing me up, being like, you need to go door to door. You need to do all of these things. Like you're not trying hard enough. Like you're just sitting in your room crying about it. People think it will just come to you. Yeah. And that's kind of what I thought. Like, because in the beginning it, it did, it literally just came to me. I was Mm -hmm. in COVID and people were messaging me. I didn't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. I think, did it slow down when things started opening back up? Yeah. Ah. That's when everyone was like, Oh, well I'll just go to my girl that's close to me. And you know, like I had people coming from like Aurora Newmarket or like Mm -hmm. even Richmond Hill, like people who I used to see in Richmond Hill. Well, just for the people listening at home, where, where are you? So I'm in Innisfil. There it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's a far that's a far drive, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So But you're in between two, three ish towns. Yeah. So you do have a lot of clientele around you too. Yeah. It's the way I view it is whatever obstacles there is, like, oh, for example, you said you're in Innisfil, which is a tiny little town. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a lot of land, but a tiny little town. You have to look at it as, okay, what is the actual positive of that? Oh, I'm in between a lot of different other towns. Yeah. So people can make it. No, right. it's true. It's true. And you don't think about that, though, when you're in it. Like, especially mm-hmm. for me, like being in Innisfil, I don't know anyone. I didn't grow up in Innisfil. I don't have friends in Innisfil. Mm-hmm. Like, so I couldn't have like a word of mouth. Like, oh, yeah. let's say like, you know, how I'm friends with Matt or mm-hmm. you, Nat. Like, yeah. I can't be like, oh, you know, someone that would atten- potentially come to me. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. So I had to do it all based on like knowing no one. Mm-hmm. So how how big is like, let's say... Six months ago, how long was your clientele list versus how it, like now? Okay, so I could do a year because I actually recently just did this with Nick, but we went back and looked at my booking system and in January, the first week of January, which is like the slowest month last year, right? Yeah, 2022? This this year year and last year. So so technically in this aesthetic world, Mm -hmm. January is the slowest month because it's right after Christmas. People don't want to come get their stuff done. People are kind of just like oh I spend so much money so I'll just you know put a pause on my nails for now mm-hmm. in January of 2022 right mm-hmm. yeah 2022 I had maybe one client a day this wow. past January my max was seven whoa yeah I Amazing. looked at my numbers and I was like this is crazy I was booked like every day how like, long are you spending day? when each client when they come in depends on what they get done so okay. sometimes it's like an hour sometimes it's like two hours sometimes it's like depends if they get like their nails done and their feet done it could be three like so you could be working 14 15 hour days well I usually work like my max is probably like 10 right maybe. but that's that's you stopping it at 10 yeah it could be more oh it could be more I could right. fit people in all the time but yeah. I'm like no I need like a work-life balance or I'm gonna yeah, go insane so that's Absolutely. another question too the work-life mm-hmm. balance I was gonna ask so you running it from Monday to Friday yes you don't ever take anybody on the weekends right that's your no. time no and at first I was working um Monday to Saturday yeah Saturday's like half day um I found that I didn't have a life like Saturdays I felt like I you know they were wasted and I was working from like Monday to Saturday you know mm-hmm. friends were going out I still wanted to like have a life Mm -hmm. and be able to do all of that. So I kind of just kept it like Monday to Friday. So, okay. My next Mm -hmm. question then, you've obviously, you've done the hard work. You developed the basis. You're like, you've got the clientele now. Like you're sustained in terms Mm -hmm. of a business owner. 
So what's the next move for you? I was actually going to ask, what is your vision? What's your vision? I don't know. I go through this like all the time because I mm-hmm. think about it and I'm like, right now I have a good, like I work from home. Mm-hmm. I don't have to pay like utility over, bills, yeah, rent, like none of that. Right? Overhead, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Like an overhead. I don't have to pay like a staff or anything like that. Um, so I don't know, like right now I'm, I don't know. Like I'm in the, I'm I'm content right now, which Mm -hmm. is like also scary because it's like, if you're content, like obviously you're not pushing yourself hard enough, but But I feel like to enjoy the moment too, because Mm -hmm. this is what I think. Ideas are like their own little partners. They're like this, you know, in the air, they'll come to a person that they think is the best suitable person to get that idea to come into real life. Mm -hmm. And right now, if you're content, that's perfect. Once an idea comes to you, then you get to start to think a little bit, you get to expand a little bit more, but if no inspiration is coming to your head and this is what you wanted it right now, Mm -hmm. then be with it, right? It's about appreciating because people think that an entrepreneurship or any sort of goal in life, it's to get to the destination when it's not about the destination at all. It's about the journey. Mm -hmm. There's so many gems in the journey. Yes, there's struggles, but my goodness, if you could actually enjoy the journey, that's the best part. You're winning. Yeah. You're absolutely winning. No, that is so true. Mm -hmm. And that's like something I also have to like learn is just to appreciate the journey. Cause Mm -hmm. I remember when I first started, I was like rushing through it. I was like, I need to get there. Like I want to start working, but I never appreciated the process. So that's true. Absolutely. As an entrepreneur, so you started obviously, and a lot of times with entrepreneurship, with any businesses, it can go very quickly up, Mm -hmm. but many times it goes down, which is the normal part. And it's absolutely scary. So in the sense of, yes, you were struggling with your business. What else were you also struggling with when it came to the business too? Like what were some things that surfaced up in you to try to push forward, to try to see, try to trust the process? Because trusting the process is difficult when you don't see the light. Yeah. So how did you, what did you have to deal with? So like, what did I deal with? Um, Like in what sense? Like in like what I dealt with in that time of being. Like being you, like your personal journey. I don't even know. Like I just kept telling myself like, because of the way I started, I was like, I believe in myself. So the whole time of being down and like sad and, you know, dealing with like not having clients, like I just knew in the back of my head, I'm like, no, this is what I want. Like, mm-hmm. I believe in myself. Like, I know I can do it. I've had clients before. Like, I can do it again. So it's kind of like I tried to put more positive instead of like putting so neg like thinking so negatively. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, like, again, like I'm a big believer in journaling and stuff like that and manifesting so I would write in my journal like all the time it's such a healthy way of getting everything out of your mind Mm because then the mind is so powerful we have 60,000 thoughts that run through our heads and 80% of the time they're negative and when we think of the negative we think it's true yes they're real because they're thoughts but they're not our thoughts because everybody has the same thoughts we all have in different moments in life where we think we're not good enough, that we're yeah. not going to make it, that what are people going to think of me? Or I don't have the credential to this. I don't have the support system, all the circumstances that are going on right now. It's pausing me and all this and that. Um, but it's all really the power of which thoughts you want to believe. Do you want to believe more of the positive or do you want to mm-hmm. believe more of the negative? So my thing is too, when I started my journey, I had no belief, right? And many times that's what stops people. It's like, I'm not good enough mm-hmm. to do this. I don't like me how do I actually start this, right? Yeah. So for those who don't have belief, what would you say to them who don't believe in themselves? Hmm. 
I don't know. I feel like if you don't believe in yourself, like you just got to like remember why you want to do this in the first place. Mm -hmm. Like you have to go back to that. Like, why did you have that idea in the first place? And think like, if I had that idea, like know that obviously I can make it happen. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Cause like my mom used to be like to me all the time, are you sure you want to quit your job? Like you have a sustainable job right now Mm -hmm. and you're going to go from, you know, not knowing if you're going to make money, how are you going to pay your bills? Like, Mm -hmm. how are you going to pay your phone bill? How are you going to pay your insurance? Like all these things. And I was like, because I'm going to figure it out. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I believe in myself. Like I kept saying it to her and I'm like, why don't you believe in me? I kept Mm -hmm. saying that to her. And she was like, I love that you twisted it and put it back to her. I'm like, I literally would, I remember she'd be sitting on the couch and we'd have this conversation and I'd be like, why don't you believe in me? Like I believe in myself. And then she would always be like, I do believe in you, but I just want to make sure you do. I feel like she's coming from like the, yeah, yeah, that's really, it's really good, but she's definitely coming from like the protective mama bear. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know how many times people like in my experience too, and I'm sure in your experience and any person's experiences, you get so many opinions like oh you're doing that why are you doing this make sure of this protect yeah. yourself mm-hmm. but they're coming really from the place of heart yeah, yeah. from they care about you mm-hmm. and yes it can it can come across as like uh like it's painful or like aggressive or like annoying yeah. and, but you have to see it really dig deep and like put yourself in their shoes and think what's going through their minds mm-hmm. think of what's going through their emotions because I've had it really bad, but then I, when I have the conversation with people, it really went down to they just care and they just yeah. want me to succeed, even I, though that didn't show up in the conversation. Yeah, no, I yeah. think that's where it stems from is just them caring, like them being like, what, like why do you think you can do it? Like they mm-hmm. want to know your mind mm-hmm. and know that you think that you can, right? Yeah. Well, that, that so, actually it ties into my the question I wrote down here. You you were like reading my mind with the questions. <laughs> um, the self or the support system, like what did you rely on I think more? both. Yeah, both for sure. Both because I also too have times where I'm like really hard on myself and I overthink a lot. So even though I know I could do it, I still had in the back of my mind like, oh, maybe you might not be good at it. Like maybe you might not be a good businesswoman, like, you know, dealing with everything on your own. But it also comes down to like Nick was a really big part of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like a really, really big part of that. He was so supportive and he used to be like, stop like complaining, like grow up, like I don't even know. He was just like, he would always put it on me. Because he saw in you that it's possible. He absolutely saw in you that it's possible. He's very tough love. And I appreciate that. Because I feel like if I didn't have tough love, I wouldn't be where I am. So So then that brings up my next line of question to you, Nick. There we go. You're a member of the support system. (laughs) Mm. So, okay, if you were to give advice to somebody who's, okay, let's say, let's let's just say, okay, it's a boyfriend-girlfriend situation. Sure. The girlfriend's starting a business just like yours did. Yeah. And the boyfriend's listening to the show wondering how they can be a, a good team. support, supporting member or whatever. <laughs> what advice do you give? For me, honestly, it's just a little funny, but I always push to not be content. When you're content, mm. you're stuck in one specific spot and there's always the next girl, the next door pushing even harder than you doing 10 hours days doing saturdays sundays mondays you know what i mean skipping out on the friends skipping out in clubs skipping out in restaurants like the content thing is good to some point but you're gonna get passed by the next person you know what i mean so i always told her i'm like go door to door with a flyer walk your dog and you don't just see who's answering right there's no reason you can't push harder the the supporting thing it's it's hard right because obviously like you love each other you have a relationship so it's like how do I not hurt your feelings, but hurt your feelings? You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you to know and wake up, but like, I don't want you to give up. So it just, it's time. Time will tell kind of thing where 
you just got to be there and just open up other people's eyes where there's different ways to view it. Like you guys said, content's good in a way, but for me, like, I just feel like I'd feel stupid getting passed by someone else because I wanted a day off. Ah, yeah. You know what I mean? But then Mm -hmm. you get the work workplace balance thing. Like I get it, but let's look at the top. But it's also about sacrificing because it's about prioritizing. Then, sure. Um, Like for with me recently, I haven't been going out as much as I normally would want to because it's sacrificing just temporary joy for a longer term success and where I want to be, especially within like the next three years, even not even just five, but the next three years, the next two years. Right. Mm -hmm. So it is about like, what are those little changes that you can make that are actually significant changes really, Mm -hmm. um, to keep pushing and keep going and keep growing. Right. Yeah. From a, from a support system role, Mm -hmm. you mentioned, you mentioned never being content. Do you feel like it's your job to find the balance when you're pushing D or do you feel like it's D's job to find the balance and you're just giving the raw unadulterated mm-hmm. advice, you know? And I then feel she's like gotta find I'm the, the more like unfiltered advice, like right. what you're saying, where realistically there's two ways it's gonna go. It's yeah. either you're gonna do great and you're gonna be great like you can be, or you're gonna stay in one spot and just stay there. So it just I'll I'll set the line, you could decide whether to cross it or not. You know what I mean? Like yes and no kind of I don't know. It's a little bit hard because like I said, like you don't want to step on anyone's toes. But yeah. then again, some people just need the push you know just to cross a line and then it's like holy shit like so where do you draw the line then where do you draw the line between i need to say this to you because it's going to make you better and i love you i don't want to hurt you and i don't want to discourage you <laughs> um i guess it's all in reacting and how she reacts like okay. how she's taking it if she's mm-hmm. like you know, fuck like i'm getting destroyed right now like i can't sleep i'm not eating you know what i mean then yeah. it's like okay lay off a little bit but there has to be like almost like a chase like you have to kind of grab it but then again know like your boundaries where you're not going to kill yourself working Mm -hmm. it's hard to set it because everyone like might not be in a relationship might not have that love part where like if i was single and i was by myself couldn't care less Mm. push 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 what 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 else are you going to do at home or going like realistically like Mm -hmm. it's good to be successful when you're young but you have to you know other people are working harder than you to be better than you. Mm-hmm. Like, and especially where she lives, she says all these other girls have home salons, right? So why go to D when I'm only free weekends when I can go to her? And then oh shit, she did a good job. You know, fuck going to D on Wednesdays. I'm just gonna go to her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, not that it's a bad thing to take time to yourself. It's always good, but there's always someone working harder than you. How often do you guys talk about this stuff? Oh, like. Pretty much all the time. All, all the time. It depends, right? It depends the mood, I guess. Yeah. It just, How feisty again, you were feeling that Yeah, day. it depends. <laughs> it's more that when the times are hard, when this, when it gets not busy, and then mm. you're like, yeah. holy shit, like, you know, I only had two clients today. I only had one client today. It's like, okay, sure, you had one client today. You have nothing else booking, but what are you doing from 10 p.m. or, sorry, from 10 a.m. to the rest of the day? You right. could be making flyers. You could doing ads. Like, she did the Google ads and worked out really well and the Facebook group worked out really well. It's like, what if I did that a year prior or you know, right, like, right. holy shit type of thing. But I also feel like that was all trial and error. Like, of course. I didn't know, everything is a trial, yeah, like, to, yeah. is a trial I, and error. I didn't even know that you could put yourself on Google. I didn't even know you could put like, you know, ads out there on Google or Instagram at first or like even, you know, just posting in your Facebook 
in like um city group chat yeah, yeah. that worked yeah. well that eh? like worked we i so couldn't even believe fa- that city facebook oh my god so oh, i have like good. this alcona group chat yeah i was just like to nick like sh- one morning i'm like should i just put my uh work on here and just like introduce myself and see like what happens because mm-hmm. i ha- i'm in it but i've never talked in it yeah not so, like an active member. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like I see women all the time. They're like, where can I go get my nails done? There's not a lot of places in Ennisville. So like mm. people are always looking. So I was like, okay, mm. I'm just going to put it out there and see what happens. The golden opportunity. My phone was blowing up. Like wow. people nice. were calling me. People were texting me. People were responding to like the message. People were trying to like DM me. Like it was crazy, but yeah, it, worked out it, well. it really worked. Percentage so wise good. then after doing something like that, how much of your client basis is like locally based versus like word of mouth like you said so like when i first started probably hardly any yeah yeah any people were local like mm-hmm. hardly any maybe like a few now it's pretty much all local like really when the weather's wow. so bad i'm yeah. like on the phone talking to my friend i'm like oh great the weather's gonna be horrible tomorrow like i don't know what's gonna happen my friend's like oh but like do people live in innisfil or do they live like in new market aurora i'm like yeah. no pretty much everyone's in innisfil and they're like watch everyone's gonna show up I'm not even kidding you. I have no cancellations. People really, that's amazing. People will drive, and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Because I guess everyone lives in the area, right? So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. The only thing is the weather. The weather works against you sometimes. Yeah, Yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like back then, it did because everyone was from Aurora Newmarket. But now everyone's in Innisfil, so I have like hardly any cancellations. If anything, it's like maybe one Mm -hmm. if the weather is bad. But usually, like the past storm that just happened, everyone showed up. That's Everyone amazing. showed up. That is really good. That's, that's good. So obviously, this has been something that you've put your heart and soul into. Like, this is your baby. Yes. And you, Nick, have put enough blood and sweat and tears into this as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, this, is this like running your, your business? Is this like a major element of your relationship now? Because you guys have been together for a long time. I was just actually time. thinking about that. Like, yeah. I wanted to bring that up too. See, telepathy. I know. <laughs> Sorry? You go ahead. When you say element, like what are you yeah, referring a, to as? I'm thinking like, that too. Well, you mentioned the, yeah. like it's not keeping us that, together. To no, 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 no. Okay, no. I'll, I'll, yeah, that's what I mean. Our, like how much of a how much how much does it play a role in your relationship? Considering you're talking about, you guys have conversations about this on a, a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You guys, you obviously have a lot invested in this. Like For this, sure, yeah. Your mm-hmm. future is based on of this. Course, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like how much of a role does it play in your relationship, the business? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. You you can go ahead. How do you answer that? Um, (laughs) I don't think it's a role. I think it just, we each other know that we all have a task to do and it's just, that's what she's doing. And if I can help her doing it, absolutely we can. Mm -hmm. Because obviously later on in life, when you you get 50 people a week, a basement's not going to work out anymore, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, now we have to expand to a, a, a actual shop or so, right? Mm-hmm. Or a completely different, not different industry, but open up like, um, what's the thing called? Like a supplier, like a supplier oh, yeah, yeah, or yeah. even like that. So I don't know if it's really a role. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think... see it as being a role. I think it's just like me solely like doing this on my own, but like having the support beside me, knowing mm-hmm. that if something were to happen, like he will be there to like Help push you. me and like yeah. pick me up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, because yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, I get it. Yeah, I think it just roll. I don't know. I think the roll just throwing us off because yeah. I don't feel like it's a job. I don't. I don't yeah, like, like I don't feel like you're in enti- like. Yeah, entitlements. It's, it's kind a, of I a think it's part. more out of love than anything. Yeah, yeah like, okay. I don't think it's more like he feels like he has to. All and right. it's also no, like I want every, to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's good yeah. to help, right? 
And the thing is too, like with relationships, there are seasons of these types of conversations or these types of things going on, these types of like encouraging one another. Like that is your season. It may just be a very long season of that, which is nothing wrong. It's beautiful because you go, you both are growing. Mm -hmm. It's not just your business. Mm -hmm. It's also him, right? He's also growing his skills in ways of like, I wouldn't say management, but it's more of like, um, the support role, the support role, right? Mm -hmm. And then that's going to, that (laughs) will show up in different ways of how he will support you in different situations, whether, like personally with the two of you whatever else you want to do in the future whether it is a different business or just in life right in life in general yeah um yeah because that is a really good question because a lot Mm -hmm. of times some couples just get together and that's all that they focus on but it gets unhealthy like it's Mm -hmm. but they're just simply not compatible i think it's because you two are very compatible as people yeah yeah that's true yeah. I, I see that, yeah. You two, so this show, a lot of our fans love the relationship angle. We, we've hit on it like a number of times <laughs> yeah. already, yeah. and we're probably going to keep hitting on it because people just want to hear about it. Yeah. But I, I do have a few questions for you guys. You guys have been okay. together for <laughs> a Seven very... Seven years, right? Well, we're going on eight in June. Ah, that's amazing. It's coming up, right? <laughs> oh, so You guys good. have been together for a long time. I do have really one, one super important question I need... To clear up here. Yes. Um, Natalie, you gotta have a lot of stock in this question. Stock? I promise you. Yeah. Like this stock? this question's gonna mean a lot to you. Oh. Do you guys fart in front of each other? Oh my god. <laughs> I know you're talking about I do, I don't care. <laughs> no. I don't care a lot. Like obviously it's a natural thing. Like if it happens, it happens. Like, oh. I don't know. <laughs> But like you're gonna go like, deep into this conversation. This is a deep this question. Is not a deep I, conversation. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I feel like when you're just with someone for so long at this point, like it just becomes so comfortable. Like I'm not embarrassed in front of Nick at all anymore. I could do wow. the weirdest thing, and this guy would look at me, but I would not care. I'd be like, "You still love me?" But okay, there's a difference between like so many different things that you can do weird, but farts don't gross you out. Okay, I've been... She's on like the anti-fart I, council. I'm not an anti-fart. I told you guys on the last episode we did relationships, I'm not going to break up with a person. So the reason but. why like that doesn't bother me is like I have a brother. I have a dad. Um, I have all these guy friends that at one point thought that I was a part of the bros. You were. You were one I, of the boys. I guess, you're I big guess, D. I guess. <laughs> and they used to fart in front of me all the time. Yeah. Like, so I'm, you're used so to it and it's how you grew up. For me, up. I'm like you're gross. I always say it. I'm like, you're gross. Like, why do you have to do it in a public place? But I'm like, you know what? Do you? It's a natural thing that the body has to just like let out. Don't look at me like that. You see? <laughs> Write it down, Natalie. I, okay, listen. So I'll be like uh, a little grossed out about the person for like three minutes. I'll let it go. But again, if it has to do with oh, the no, situation no, 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 no. with like, we have the evidence, Alex, being We've got evidence the... that she will withhold sex if you fart in front of her. Because that, was, that wasn't because... <laughs> no. No, okay. To clear that part out, it's one thing to fart. I'm not going to withhold sex from you. But it's the action of like, you're forcing me into something I don't... That mentally turns me off. Okay, like, but next Level. But couldn't you say it's the same thing if I found your tampon in the garbage? <laughs> oh, like realistically, oh, like that's, that's okay. more of a turn-off natural. Am, it's a natural thing, though. Like I, I would be so turned off. I see this bloody ass wet rag in my fucking garbage. Oh, then if I let off the fucking like that? first of all, well, we're being so about the gross part, right? It's a natural occurrence from both people. You it gotta be looking in the garbage to be like, oh hey, I just found it. Because no, some people have the lids I'm sorry, open. Some people yeah. don't have lidded garbages i don't know no i'm it should happen i'm sorry i always 
please wrap mine I'm not and saying, like I'm not throw saying it in you, there. I'm not saying yourself either, but I'm sure there are some girls out there who are a little bit not precise on their angles and it's there. <laughs> like, I don't know. I find that more of a turn off than just, okay, she farted a little bit. I understand what you're saying, but yeah, and that turns you off. And for me, what turns me off is when a guy leaves the window up for me to suffocate in this fart. That's gross to me. That's gross. It's one thing to fart. And I, again, like three yeah. minutes later, I'm like, okay, it's fine, whatever. I could roll down the window, whatever. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. But Turns it, that's, the heat it's, on. It's, <laughs> I get fucked. <laughs> it's another when they force, it's, to me... I see a little bit more deeper. It's not the action exactly that they're making me smell it. It's what is in their mind to do something like that. It's, it goes a little bit deeper for me. Guys will be guys. Not, <laughs> like, guys will be guys. How you do one thing, how you do everything. That's yeah, my like, thing. I think guys will be guys. Like I, I think that's true, but I also think like there's a line. That's, yeah, that's a little gross. So like, come on. I'm like, not saying I'll suffocate you under the blankets and make sure you. But you can also just set the line, like, hey, like tonight I don't feel like dying, you know what I mean? And then if they go from there, then it's a different story. I don't know. Okay, but it's it's just such a natural occurrence, right? <laughs> like some people hate when I spit on the floor, but it's like I'm never gonna not spit because on the floor or the ground. No, sorry, outside. Oh, no, yeah. not yeah. in the house. Spit in the floor. No, no, no. Kick your ass. Like the hell are you doing? Yeah, no, no. But that's the line part, right? Where you got to know when line. and where. It's the line. All right. So I feel like you guys completely took what I said about the whole <laughs> fart situation to the extreme. You guys have like images in your head about how I am, which is whatever up to you guys. But I'm, I'm not <laughs> fart police. That's exactly it. Okay. So, uh, but more seriously, so yeah, serious on the show, please. we've we've gone <laughs> we've gone into police. the relationship direction <laughs> a number of times, and everybody that we've had talk about relationships. We had Ricardo on the last episode. Um, we've talked about it in that, you and me, and Alex as well. Uh, we're all single, but you yes. guys have been together for almost eight years now. Yeah. You're a part of our generation. You're the same age as us. For those of us who are in the dating pool, who we're, we've talked about it a number of times, the dating pool is devolving. Like, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. For you guys who've been out of it for so long, you've been together, what is the fucking magic recipe? Because everybody's looking in on you guys being like, I want that. How do you get that? Go ahead. You I'll let you go, go for it. Yeah, go for it. I feel like, okay, so, I don't know. So, We've been together, obviously, since high school. So mm. I feel like because of that, like, obviously, I don't even know where I'm going with this. Because you, you were you different in high school. Yeah, That's yeah like, of course, you go through yeah. changes. We were. Some, like, for a partner to stick by your side through changes is difficult to it find. It is difficult. And for them to, it's difficult for them, too, while you're expanding and growing, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like we had to learn that, though. Like, we... We were always like... It's hard when you change. It's, yeah, it's, it's so difficult. hard. Like, we learned that. Like Even sometimes, like, times are tough. I'm like, fuck, like, yeah, I wish I met you later on. Yeah, we thing, always right? say that. Like, mm-hmm. I think at one point in our lives where we were just, like, on two different paths and we were both just wanting different things, like, we both would say, like, I wish we met each other at an age where we were, like, older mm-hmm. because I think we know we're each other's one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and then we had to figure out our own things, like what we yeah. wanted, like we, we just had personal things to ourselves, like with, you know, being yourself and like having to work on. Um, but yeah, I think like that was really challenging, but I know that like Nick's the one. Mm-hmm. So I know he's my after person through everything, yeah. after through like everything. <laughs> like I know I'm the most comfortable around him. Like, yeah. like I unconditionally love him. Like I would do anything for him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like you can. The dating pool's changed a lot, like a lot, like from now. Like the problem is now, if you keep on waiting, 
you just keep on getting out of your prime. So it's actually harder to find someone. Yeah, you think so? Absolutely, right? For yeah. men, not as much. And uh, there's a reason why. Men get into their prime later and then obviously yeah. women don't. Mm-hmm. The longer you wait to find someone or not take the chance or give the guy like the, the day and time just to go on a day with them, the further you come to away from what a guy actually wants. You know, men want youth and like, women in their prime type of things no one's gonna want to pick you up when you're 40 realistically well there, there are is, there yeah, are there many are people men. that do meet the right ones or be in better relationships in their 40s due to everything that they've gone through and all the lessons that they've gone through through their previous relationships how many times have people been together married whether it's five years to 10 years to 25 years and then they get so they separate and then they find the one so really, do you really think it's the age? Yes. Or I think, do you use it more that you know what you're looking for, but not only you're look, you know what you're looking for, you know who you are even more. The problem, I think, I think you know who you are as you're growing. That changes every day because there's always something new to learn. Yeah, like just, I don't think you have I just think the are. longer you wait, it's just you're missing on more opportunities between then. Mm. Right? Like, how do you say without hurting people's feelings? Mm. Like, don't, like, don't worry about people's like, feelings. You know what I mean? Like, say it. Just it say just, it. When you're in your youth and your prime, which is now... It's it's the best time to try to meet people whether it doesn't work or long or or it works or it doesn't right. The longer you wait, as a man, doesn't matter because the older we get, the more money we get, the more status, if you will, we get, which is better than. And then obviously the older women get that actually drops off right from the moment. See, I, I know, <laughs> but got the pen li- going. realistically, <laughs> realistically, <laughs> women get their value right away. Right. The longer men wait is when you yeah. build that. And then that's what women want. I, I said, you're talking about like the, the things that are desirable in the dating. Pool. Exactly. I'm not okay. saying some people can't find love at 50. It's a hundred percent true. But if yeah. we're generalizing things, yeah. I don't think that I would want to find a girl at 45 years old. Personally, I, I just don't think so. Okay, so what do you say to the guys though? The guys who are like in our gene pool or mm-hmm. gene pool generation and they're they're in the dating pool. Yeah. And they're, you know, like you said, you said things maybe happen a little later for guys, but it didn't for you. It happened in high school. Lucky so what do you one, say? Right? What do you say then to those guys? It's hard because it's been poisoned, the whole pool. It's been poisoned by social media, by celebrities, by all the influencers out there that say like, this is what you need and this is what you have to get. So it's very hard now, almost impossible to find someone genuine because Mm -hmm. everyone's on two different paths. Girls want this guys want that girls Mm -hmm. want a a guy that's rich, famous, ready to go now. And guys just want to settle down type of thing or just find someone just compliment them type of thing. Like, yeah, it's, it's very hard now because it's poison. There's too much influence from Snapchat, social media, Instagram, uh, TikTok. There's too many different opinions, and then they all gets crossed and mixed match, and everyone doesn't know what they want. Right. And it's 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 a tricky question because I'm not in it now. Yeah, but that's but why you I'm can asking pick you for up the on it yeah. so fast, right? Yeah. Like you walk around the street and you look at the girls who are with certain guys or with a certain status of guy. Yeah. Go to Yorkville, right? It's just a certain status with a certain status, right? If you're in Yorkville, track pants and a baggy t-shirt, probably not gonna get looked at or attention. But if you're a chick in a track pants and a baggy sweater, you're still going to get attention, right? Mm -hmm. It just, go D, I know you're itching, go. No, I was just going to touch on the thing when you were like, men look for like women who are more youthful. I disagree with that because I feel like there are some men that look for older women because they're more mature and Mm -hmm. some like, like women in their twenties. For a fling. I agree. No, no. but <laughs> for a fling, <laughs> I, I agree. No, but like some men actually actually value women that are older, and yep. it depends on their values. Like are. it depends yep. on yep. how they like. Yeah, like some men are like lazy, for instance, and of they course, want yeah. they want 
a woman who is already established and has a career and is making money. So they could have a sugar mommy. Some some guys want like. But you know, how many of new those term, people? You just coined sugar mommy. Yeah, but yeah. how many, sugar mommy. How many sugar of those mommy. guys actually go further in that relationship of uh, having a sugar mommy? You don't know that. Though, like. I, you do know, like it's it, no one's getting married to a sugar mama, and the the people that do, let's just say it's one percent of the whole world that actually goes further on that. You can't sustain a relationship with a sugar mom or a sugar dad. No, That's why they. I data. get that, but <laughs> That's why I'm they never last. What I'm trying to say is that there are some men that don't vibe with younger women because they're not their mentality is somewhere else it's the way they were raised they they want to party they want to have fun they want to live the vida loca and like these older women are already like established and more mature and they like that they find that attractive Mm -hmm. so the intelligence yeah the emotional intelligence and the actual mental intelligence yep i think i read something that said that men reach emotion like the prime age like their brain development wise their prime yeah. age for emotional intelligence at like 43 years old 43 women, i thought it was in their 30s women hit it at 40. 21 yeah do you know can i tell you but guys that's, something that's, 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 that's the scale right it's can like I tell you guys it's going up. that i've been told so many times and in the past it used to discourage me and hurt me so much but now it's like okay so i'll say it. i've been told many times that for me it's gonna be harder to find a guy because i'm too strong of a woman Mm. And that, yeah, and that, when I used to be told that before, it would hurt me so much. But now where I'm at, where I'm at peace with myself and I enjoy who I am and I'm really, I think it's also about living in your values too. That's why you'll attract the right person. Mm -hmm. Um, Why would I want to be with someone who's weak? Yeah. Hmm. That's That's how I view it. Why would I want to be with someone who's emotionally weak? Why would I want to be with someone who's mentally weak? You know, like for me, what's super attractive is somebody who's gone through things and they've challenged themselves and pushed themselves and is healing bit by bit. And they see, they choose to see the world at a much larger scale. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be with someone like that. So mm. if it means, if me being too strong yeah. of a woman is going to scare men, quote unquote, away, I wouldn't want to be with those guys. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like they're not men, they're boys, but exactly. you know. Okay, but what <laughs> yeah. makes you think it's that, but what makes you think if you're too strong of a woman, which I believe you are. What makes you think that the guys that you want to attract are going to want you because they don't realistically need you? They're already established. They already have everything they need. You would bring pretty much nothing to them. It's not about needing. I think it's about what kind of partner you want in life. I know. That's fine. But I'm saying even if you found Mr. Magical, right, and he's established strong man, odds are that. He's already established. Realistically, mm-hmm. how do you know what you're going to bring is what he wants? Well, Maybe he doesn't want a strong woman. Maybe he wants a woman that can cater to not, him type of thing, yeah, right? Yeah, then well, I guess the compatibility then is just not there, right? Yeah. But for me, like, I could, I guess I could say this about, like, a guy who may think this way too. For me, what's super important is somebody that inspires me. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sure. Like, they could be established and everything like that. But maybe my role in a relationship for somebody like that isn't about status and ego is how to make them feel good how to inspire them like just be yourself like the, the life is not about just working in status of and course money. not mm. i but unfortunately now it is but for many but not everyone <laughs> no of course right? we can't talk about everyone in the so world. then okay my question though is like for the two of you like you've said your yeah, piece yeah. a little bit on it but i kind of want to hear what you have to say about it in terms of like People looking at your relationship, even in the show, listening to the beginning of it, you're talking mm-hmm. about Dee's business. Yeah. The big theme that everybody could hear from your relationship is partnership. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think people are looking at you guys who've been together since high school and then they're older, they're our, gen- they're our generation and they're in the dating pool. They're looking for partnership. Yeah. What advice do you give people? So I feel like this would was also, you know how you guys were touching on like the grass isn't greener on the other side and yeah. all that yeah. stuff? So 
I feel like in a relationship that is true because let's say you're not, you know, you're fighting and things are not going good in your relationship and you're like, oh, something out there is so much better. Mm-hmm. Like, so not true. This, is, this isn't working. You know what I mean? It's like, no, obviously you have a connection with this person. You love this person. And it's all about like, you know, working through your problems. I feel like people are mm-hmm. so quick to be like, no, yeah. I'm done. Keeping their hands go mm-hmm. wide. Yeah, like, yeah. it's like, and I feel like I had to learn this because at a young age, like, obviously, like, Nick and I, we had to grow mm-hmm. together. And when things got hard, I remember when we were first, like, in high school, I'd be like, oh, that's it. We're done. We would, we would always, we would always mm-hmm. use that. And then as we got older, we realized, like, okay, no, obviously, like, we're with each other for a reason. Like, mm-hmm. we have to learn to, like, work through these things yeah. and, like, yeah. you know, like, move on. And it's if both people want it. Mm-hmm. Both people yeah. want it. I find that so many times people just, when they get to the hard, they just dip. Definitely, they yeah. dip. But they don't realize, you know what, when, if you can't solve a problem at this given moment, just simply say, hey, let's just take a little bit of space and time just so we're calmer, just so our minds are more clear, and let's get back to this conversation so we can find a solution. Mm-hmm. It's about finding a solution, yeah. not how do you winning. How do you guys do that? How do you find that solution? Because yeah. you two are pretty strong-willed people. You both of you and when are. I, I've, I've been around <laughs> when goodness. you two get into arguments. It's not exactly like, you know, like strawberries oh, and rainbows. Yeah. It's pretty like thunder and lightning. So how do you guys, how do you guys get to compromise when you guys are too I think like well he's a Pisces actually oh Pisces sorry I know I keep saying (laughs) it's okay it's because his rising is a cancer so like yeah (laughs) it just explains it (laughs) honestly in astrology I'm not gonna lie people say that like Pisces and Aries are really toxic but Mm -hmm. I'm like maybe we are maybe we aren't I don't know but like it works Mm -hmm. for us so Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah what do you think think yeah I don't know I don't I don't know I don't I think I think if everyone based off astrology part, then you would never find like your soulmate. Exactly. Like, I don't believe in the like, compatibility. I think it's I'll use that as a word, okay, right? So like I think two opposites attract type bullshit. Again, like, I don't know. Astrology, it is what it, it is. Astrology is way deeper than all of you guys think. Like of you guys course. think it's just sun signs. Like it's your moon sign as well. And like fuck yeah. what your moon sign <laughs> is what actually is the most Emotions. like, no, no, no. Like your moon sign, let's say like Nick and I's moon sign. He's a Taurus. I'm mm-hmm. a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. Those two moon signs are very compatible. It's our emotions, how we feel, how we think. We're compatible in that sense. So mm-hmm. I feel like our sun signs, yes, are not compatible, but our moon signs are. So, mm-hmm. do you subscribe when you're looking at like zodiacs and stuff? Because you're yeah. you're big in it. You have I a am. big book. You always, you I know. I do. I do. Do you do I'm you passionate. subscribe to like a let's say like a daily horoscope? No. Okay. Can you talk a bit not... about that? Because that's come up for us in the past, and people mm-hmm. like live their lives by daily horoscopes. So what do you say for to people me, like that? astrology is honestly just a journey about learning myself. Okay. It's yeah. it's literally just learning who I am because honestly, like. All of those things where it's like, oh, you're an Aries and so today your day is going to be like this. It's like, no. How do you know what my day is going to be like? Do you know me personally? It's like yeah. you, how you make it's your day. It's about me. And like, that's the thing. If you read your chart and you discover like all the different things, you're going to be like, holy crap. Like that it's actually like relates. It's like discovery really. That's all it is at the end it of the is. day. It's, it's, like, it's just finding yourself. That's, yeah. it, that's all it is. And learning really. about the other person, mm-hmm. but not making them wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I agree with you too. I don't think, oh my God, in high school. When a guy asked me out, I was so like, okay. Anyways, this was the old young me. I would literally go on their Facebook and like find their birthdays. And if I found, (laughs) (laughs) 
an error or a fire sign, I'd be like, no, sorry, I'm busy tonight. Oh like, I my would, God. It was so but like, bad. What if you missed out on your Nick? You could have missed out on your high school sweetheart. Yeah. Ridiculousness. Yep. But, but it's so, yeah, it's no. silly. It's so silly because an air sign could bring fire to, like more fire to a fire sign, for example. Yeah. It can make it worse. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm like, oh, Natalie, you were so silly. I know. No, no, it's so true though. Like, I feel like people don't know like astrology. They just think like, oh, astrology is just your sun sign and it's like you follow your horoscope every day. No, that's not what I do. Mm-hmm. I don't even believe in that. Like, mm-hmm. really your sun sign meaning as like, say you're born on May 12th, you're a Taurus. Yeah, that's, like, yeah, the yeah, date like, that yes, you're born. I am an Aries, but I don't, I don't think I'm a full Aries because mm-hmm. of my whole chart. So yeah. like, yeah. That, I, I don't know. If you read into it and you like learn about it a little bit more, you can, people are just so quick to be like, I'm not, I'm not reading that. And you know what it is? I feel like when you, for example, friendships or partnerships, you see like their charts, you understand them better, which means it's mm-hmm. most likely better communication between the two of you. Cause you know then how they will react yeah. in a way, right. Or how they will think or what they will not do. It's yeah. kind of like an easier access in a way. Still communication's key. Yeah. I'm like, I'm so hungry. Anyways. <laughs> so, but it's like this in the way where it's like, it's not about compatibility at the end of it. It's if you two make it compatible yeah. by just simply getting to know each other. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have to say about Zodiacs? I couldn't care less, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't care. I just, I don't know. I don't. Every time I'm about to read him, like, his chart, fuck, he's just like, KD, like, mm-hmm. so I don't give a shit. Obviously, you have to go through. Oh, Alex got a question. What yeah. do you got there, Alex? Here we go. Come, come, come. Come on in. Come on in and ask your question. So now let's say you're meeting someone new. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's or I'll just I'll go to you too. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. And you <laughs> you um mm-hmm. you follow your charts, you follow everything, mm-hmm. right? One, are you not gonna miss out? Like you're you're opening you're closing how many how many paths to meeting a person? That's one. Okay. And two, even let so you guys, let's say you didn't start following astrology till two years ago. Mm-hmm. You guys were five years in mm-hmm. two years ago. You start following all of it. Mm-hmm. Then you start reading all these things, how you, your signs don't align and you're toxic for each other. And what if that starts getting into your head a little bit? Because not you, but if someone's very involved in it and very consumed by it, mm-hmm. like daily horoscopes and shit like that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. th- don't you think that'll mess with someone's head a little bit? If now start, look, oh, well, oh, that makes sense because yeah, he, you know what? He is, uh, you know, it said that he's toxic and, uh, you know, we, yeah. we don't match up in that way. He's a Gemini. I can't date it's him. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no. it, it, it'll get in your head. And that's a question for everybody. It gets, yeah. like, it, it can does. get in your head. Like, you have to take it lightly too. Yeah. Because there's well said, so many well different ways of learning about yourself and so many different ways of things being described. You can't take what's in front of you as a thousand percent concrete. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like. For example, the Bible, or for example, personal development book, or for example, learning about your dosha signs. It's yeah. There's so many different avenues of just simply learning about yourself. Just take it bit by bit. At the end of the day, you're a human being that yeah. simply has emotions, like every single person does. So yes, although it's cool to learn these things about you and kind of like dive a little bit deeper, have the self awareness, and again, have it towards your friends, your coworkers, your relationships. But you cannot get it into your head. Kind of just view it in the way that. How is that person? How are they treating me? How are they mm-hmm. treating themselves? How are they around people? How do they make me feel? Yeah. Really, do they make me feel safe? Do they make me, do I, am I inspired by them? Mm-hmm. So if you are somebody that's really heavy into horoscopes or you're learning more about horoscopes, take it lightly, take yeah. it with a grain of salt. It's cool to learn about for sure, mm-hmm. but don't let it be the thing that factors in of like, I can't date this person because they're yeah. Scorpio and I'm a whatever. Like, no, I agree yeah. with that. Like, mm. I think if you're into astrology or you're just learning about it, like, honestly, take it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. The compatibility and all that, like, 
I feel like that's garbage, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I really do. I, I don't think, like, these women who are going on dates, like you guys were saying, like, they'll be like, oh, you're a Taurus. We're not, we're not compatible. Like, mm-hmm. I'm an Aries. Like, we would never work. It's like, you don't know that. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, if you vibe with that person and you have a connection and you feel that person out and then you ask them their zodiac sign and then you're like, okay, no, like, that's what are you stupid. doing? I mean, like, yeah. in high school, right? Yeah, like, that's, that's stupid. <laughs> I, yeah. I got a line of questioning for you, but you have a, you have a sure. thought. No, that's go ahead. That's fine. All right, so... Obviously, these these women are much better at personal development than the average person, okay? So <laughs> you're in this relationship for the last almost eight years. Mm. You obviously have to go through personal development yourself. For the guys listening to this, wondering what it takes from the guy's perspective in terms of personal development, you're obviously not looking at zodiacs. You're obviously, no. What are you looking at then to develop yourself? Because you obviously did the work. You're in a relationship that's lasted this long. Yeah. Like just with her, you mean, or just no yourself? How do you? How do you? Okay. Like, what, what do you do for introspection? What do you do to look inside and develop yourself? So the easiest way, I guess, is just to always try to improve something else. So if I don't, people complain. Like, if she complains, all you don't listen, then you listen a little bit better, right? Obviously, that's not going to make you have a relationship or not. But individually, you just have to kind of. It's kind of like a game. You have to play against your own character. So you kind of like. How do you describe it in a way where it's like you're battling yourself to improve yourself? So why does Nick one have five mil in the bank and Nick two has ten dollars in the bank? How can I beat him? You know like what I mean? It's like talking to your higher self. It's yeah, it's kind of like, like your bad guy type of thing, okay. right? Like Fair how enough. can I get to that point and what do I have to do in between it and what's gonna push me to do it, to take the jump or take the step type of thing? Did you discover this? yourself or did other people help you find them? a little bit of influence from other people like certain podcasts or just a little bit different views the best thing is to get your feelings hurt so to speak like get told you were just completely wrong and yeah. just actually understand that you are for once thinking your skin a little exactly bit. <laughs> yeah you have to have tough skin for sure because odds are the way you're thinking is probably wrong there's probably way different other ways to look at it that you can then resemble it saying like okay shit that's probably right you know what i mean do you ever find yourself after like a big argument over something pretty oh, serious? All the time. Going I'll never say it. And oh. looking at yourself in the mirror and being yeah, like. Yeah, I'll sit back. The worst is you'll have an argument. And I don't know about you guys, but every time I have an argument with anyone or even like with you. Yeah. I'll be like, fuck, I wish I said that now. Like I'll be thinking okay, in the yeah, car yeah. way home. Yeah. I'll be thinking in the car way home. Like that line. If yeah. I hit him with that line, you would have been done. You know what I mean? <laughs> Boom. Roasted. <laughs> would have been done for sure. But one of the questions I was going to ask was about the whole. Uh, zodiac and astrology thing is mm-hmm. like you referenced like the high school thing as oh, I didn't want to date him because he was a fire sign etc right but then mm-hmm. we we're talking about status so if you're kind of labeling a person like oh he's a fire sign wouldn't that give him a status that he's that fire sign no I just let it go I just be like oh cool okay what is he actually like though I know but how are you going to get to meet him if you don't want to approach no I would I don't do that anymore. Oh, anymore. I do okay. That. Was, I thought you were kind of stuck school. in that way. No, okay, no, 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 no. That was no high school. Yeah, like referencing in the past. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I see, yeah, yeah. I see. I understand. It's all about self-growth. <laughs> so it is all about that self-growth, For sure, right? Yeah. Do you guys find that you push yourselves out of your comfort zone constantly? Or do you feel now like more, spending yeah. more time together kind it's of worse. like makes you guys monolithic in a sense? Like you're, you're Nick and D. You're Being just like together every day. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, from being young to growing, yeah. when we were younger, it was great. As you kind of old get a little bit older and further into it, it's like, okay, fuck. Like, I, like it's nice to see you every day, but you need the kind of alone time. You need so space. I'm, I'm more of a person that, like, 
because I grew up with a brother that's like 10 years older than me, mm. I always played by myself. I always did everything by myself. Like I always had alone time, right? Mm. Like my parents didn't play with me. I played with myself. But um, I feel like when I was in a relationship, it was really hard because there'd be times where I just want to go home and like watch a Netflix show by myself, right? Yeah. And like, I like that alone time, but then I also really cherish like time with Nick. Because it makes you actually be in the present moment and yeah. have that quality time. That was a self-improving thing too, because before I used yeah. to fucking hate that. I used, used to be like, to hate it, yeah. why does she want to leave? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no. When I was younger, I used to be like, fuck, why, what's wrong with me? Why does she want to leave and go home? Like, yeah. chill here, you know what I mean? I used to get into arguments It used to get that. in my head so much. But and you like, just you get that wake-up call, a slap on the face, like... Mm-hmm. After you experience, you're like, oh, fuck, that's why she does that type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Everyone needs their own. You guys don't live together now, but obviously no. that's coming, I would imagine, sooner sure. than later. Hopefully. Yeah. We, so what, yeah. Do you, have you guys developed a way to, you said that alone time is important to you. Have you yeah. developed a yeah, way to it, be alone but together? I think For we sure. have because even when we're together on the weekend, like he'll be playing his video games yeah. and I'm like, okay, hey, bye. Like I'm going to watch my show. Like <laughs> we, we. Like, we'll be together, but, like, we'll be doing, like, our separate thing. Yeah. You know? Like, like even if we go to Florida, like, the Florida house, like, yeah. if we'll go out, do our daily stuff, we come home, do whatever, watch TV, does the laundry, I'll go do something else. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? It is what it is. Everyone's got a role to play, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's the one of the issues I find that every, a lot of people now don't want to play the roles that have existed for a very long time. Yeah. Everyone wants like, to like void away the from gen, the gender the roles. Gender the gender roles. roles yeah. Okay. Cause the clo- let's be real. The closer we come to reality, everyone plays a role. It, it's, it's just how it is. There's no way to go around it. The closer reality comes to earth, the closer everyone plays their own role because that's how it's worked from the beginning of time. Everyone has done a part and it's always been that way. It's never going to change. So what in your, your vision mm-hmm. is your role in your relationship? My role, like, like yeah. just what role at, do at you house, play? At the house, aside from walking away when the laundry's being done. If she, you know, <laughs> if she does the laundry, I'll vacuum. I fucking love vacuuming. Is he good at vacuuming? I fucking love. I love vacuuming. That Dyson shit, bro. I'll fucking vacuum all day, bro. I'll be Cinderella. It's very absolutely, yeah, no problem. You know what it is with me? I love vacuuming the baseboards. Oh, I know. Oh my god, when you see that dust coming out of it, it's just so therapeutic. No, it is. Yeah, honestly, it can't just be okay. Like, I know it's. It should not, sorry, rewind, it shouldn't, but ever you got to do opposite. So one day, like, even though I don't want to fucking do house shit, mm-hmm. like if she, she does pretty much 90% of it and I just do the vacuuming so I could kind of play some part, <laughs> but uh, I just, I don't know. I just, what are you going to do? Yeah. Who's going to like, go but, ahead, go, but, go, go. So what role so, do you play in that? No, though? I'm going to say it. I'm the vacuumer. I'm going to say it. So <laughs> I think that a lot of people um, have a mentality where it's like, the woman has to do everything because yeah. that's how they grew up, right? Old school mentality. The old school mentality, yeah. I don't believe in that because honestly, yes, I will play my part. Like I will have to probably eventually cook one day. I will have to eventually do the laundry, clean, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to touch the garbage and I'm not going to go and snow blow like the mm-hmm. thing or Shovel cut the, the grass. Like, yeah. Is that that's stuff a, you do, Nick? That's a man's job. Like, oh, you know what I mean? How dare you say that? <laughs> But oh my god, job, I'm so offended. I'm sorry, a woman's job is to be the, like, the caregiver. Like, she's going to take care of the woman, like, her kids, and she's sister. going to do the laundry, and I've accepted They're that. So like, love. that's what life is. Like, yeah. I God don't know. forbid. I, and I'm going to take pride. Because but I think I, the reason to why you feel that way is because you are very, okay, the two of you may not understand this, it's your feminine energy. Like, we have masculine feminine energy. Mm-hmm. I know briefly you and I have spoken about this. Yeah. Each person, doesn't matter who you are, has masculine, feminine energy, but men, um, a lot of women 
tend to go into their feminine energy because it's what's more natural to us. Mm -hmm. So it does play in that role of like cooking and such, whatever. But like, you know what? Sometimes if I'm really tired and I come home and if I'm with my partner and he surprises me with a dinner. Yeah. That's so like, nice. Yeah. It's and so nice. Nick I cooks think, well. Yeah, I've been over Nick. Nick is, He's honestly, a great <laughs> Nick is probably better than me, but to be fair, this past week I've been learning a lot, so mm. being on my own. Um, but yeah, no, I think like... I'm not saying the guy can't make a dinner here and yeah, there. Like I think it, it's obviously, about, it's good for that, like you said, surprise factor. It's good. 100%. It's 50-50. Honestly, 50-50. Because like, even if you have a kid, like you're both going to want to raise your kid. It, it has to be like 50-50, right? So yeah. if it's like... And support. Or it's yeah. like not just about 50-50. Like it, let's say, you know, someone gives like 90%. Maybe at the time it might be 10, but then another moment yeah, could be like, like that person gives 70 and the yeah, other like, one can give them 30. Yeah, like you get what I'm trying to say. It's that... Ba- I can't call it balance. It's... It's not you just 50, want to put 50. no, no. But what I'm saying is, like, for example, no, yeah, is, one person. Though. If you look at it in this way, say one person is getting giving eighty percent of the time, and the other one's giving twenty, and then there's gonna be another moment where the other person is actually giving now more sixty, and the other one's coming up into forty. But it, it in a way, there's harmony. It's it harmony because the person's it balances stepping for up sure. More. But the like, if you say thirty and I do whatever a different percentage, it just it comes back to roll. You're gonna give eighty yeah. percent when it's changing a diaper so to say and i'm going to give 80 percent when i gotta go plow the driveway so like the 50 it's just a weird term to use because like i think it's better just to have a balance I like think, you know what you're supposed to do i know what i'm supposed to do if you're gonna bitch and complain about this then i think it's then also i'm gonna too, complain too type of thing i think it's also too like some men the way that they were raised and the way mm. that they watch their parents and how they mm. act plays a role in them for sure so i'm really yeah. lucky because like nick's parents are very much 50 50 like Mm -hmm. his dad will help his mom like do the the dishes or cook dinner or like clean up the house his parents both will clean together like i love so when i have to do something nick will never touch the laundry or really touch Mm -hmm. the dishes but he'll do something instead to help me Mm -hmm. does that make sense and that's how you feel the harmony and the support right yeah so So i I like that i have another question then for you two in this long-term relationship mm-hmm. on and and specifically over the time frame that is covered so it's you guys got together when you were teenagers in high school mm-hmm. you guys are now adults right obviously you guys have had serious conversations and stuff but have you guys hit those important sort of like intersection conversations like are you guys on the same page about things like when kids come around how you're going to approach raising them things like faith and spirituality all those like really serious you know Deep, do you guys yeah. talk about that stuff often are you on the same page like and it just, it's just going to come back to the same point. I think once that happens, I don't think you can prepare for the future mm-hmm. for that because mm-hmm. we're all going to react so differently. So differently. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. when that happens, it's going to come back to the beginning of time. She's going to definitely be a lot more loving and caring than I will. Not that I'm not going to. Well, yeah, this isn't the raw reaction, but I'm talking about have you guys had these conversations about like things things that, that, that matter? Like you going into dating somebody, you don't want to be, you okay, know. Okay, but what, what are you going to talk about? We do talk about some things. Like, like we'll be like, oh, if we'll say like you'll be like oh if i have a daughter like she'll never do that and then i'll be like mm, you know like yeah it's true parenting like, styles and, like, and like, we'll, we'll oh i see like really things. serious things yeah the thing the problem is you could talk about it but like i said once you get to that yeah. point okay, your whole mentality can change like that right also, never it's like what if you have a boy not a girl oh shit now i gotta change what if you everything have only girls, right? you know <laughs> or only girls right <laughs> yeah. like it's not a future type of person he doesn't really like to like look too much into the future he will like here and there but he kind of like wants to be in the present which Mm -hmm. i value a lot because it he like he'll decide in the present Mm -hmm. like he won't he won't make his mind up because he knows that his mind will change but do you you know what i mean yeah that makes sense but do you so if you're living constantly in the present Mm -hmm. 
you never you don't like to look forward. Don't, it's not that I don't like to. I just think it's it's no point to do so. But you don't think it's an important thing to make sure you're on the same page about like really critical things. Like I know I get I get the whole like rolling with the punches thing. What's the critical part? Okay, the so kid say thing? say you're talking yeah like the kid thing. So we all grew up Catholic school mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Like obviously mm-hmm. faith is a big part of like our upbringing. For sure, yeah. Is that something that you guys are looking at bringing into your kids' upbringing? Mm-hmm. Are you on the same page about that kind of thing? I don't thing? think we really both. I don't care. really care. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. We have talked about these. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. a talkable thing. You're on the thing. same page about it's it. A, it's the yeah. same page, but again, the page changes very quick yeah. when reality Especially, comes into play. I also feel like when, as a woman, like I can only speak for being a woman, but like I feel like when you're going to have that kid, like your hormones change and like yeah, instincts naturally. like come in. Yeah, so they, people like say a switch bear. goes off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? yeah. So like yeah. your your values and the way you think like, oh my God, I want to do everything I can to protect this child. Yeah. So this might be like amazing, at the time, but it might not be amazing now in the moment with the child. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that so, makes sense. You know what? I can relate to that because I'm an aunt. Yeah. I'm an aunt. And I became an aunt in um, grade six. Mm-hmm. A young aunt. Yeah. And I also have a nephew too. So I have a niece who's now 15 and I have a nephew who's five. And I'm also a godmother to him too. Wow. And I, man, I can't wait to meet them because <laughs> they live in Poland and such and I haven't had the chance to. But... When I see kids, because of that, when I see kids, I see so much like potential in them. I naturally love kids more because that open up in me. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't have kids of my own, but whether if I have my own or if I adopt or foster, it's already in me that I start to see things so differently. So when I see kids like, oh my God, it really, it does already change, even if you're just an aunt. But I can't, again, say... (laughs) <laughs> I can't <laughs> speak to every single aunt because there yeah. are some people mm-hmm. who aren't great parents and not great, you know, people in general. Yeah. But even that starts to change, I would say. Yeah. Well, my experience, it did. I also yeah. feel like the older you get too and stuff, like you your see views you change. Like, I feel like because we're hitting 25, I'm like, even when I hit 24, I feel like something in me changed. Like, it's yeah. so mm-hmm. weird. Yep. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I don't know if it's like I'm getting more mature or like my thoughts are getting more mature and like I want to yeah. be... It's definitely know, the like, case, yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. I mean, I'm the oldest one in the bunch, but yeah. like, I'm 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 knocking on thirty, and like, it's a weird, that's a weird threshold to like hit. And obviously, you know, like, lots of people thrive in their thirties and all this stuff, and oh, you can I see see people no. cross over the line. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why? But, you know what? Here's the thing: my mom has been trying to in, um, teach me this for the last couple of years live when you live longer you get to experience more joy and just life is really a gift mm-hmm. we don't like birthdays majority of the time because we are not where we wanted to be already at that age yeah. mm-hmm. we created these expectations we told ourselves we're going to be here with this much money we're going to get this job we're going to live like this my health is going to be great i'm going to have this car this and that blah 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 that's pretty spot on and yeah. as the, <laughs> as a person right yeah. and then each time that age comes you're like well shit you're i'm not there you know and i'm back at square one or like this relationship failed and I still don't have that money in my bank account and me mentally and everything I didn't travel to this many countries whatever it is where I'm at right now so this really actually inspired me something shifted in me last time we had our episode about relationships we were talking about what is it like value wise we want in a partner and I asked myself okay if I want integrity in a relationship in a partner somebody who's adventurous somebody who is mature like you know my things am I living in those values Mm-hmm. Am That's I actually a good way to look at values. it. And I was actually right on that couch right there while we were watching this like um, documentary about the mountains because it was a couple they were talking and I started to look at their, you know, you're looking mm-hmm. at the relationship. I'm like, That's so beautiful. And I, it's just, it, long story short, it made me reflect on that episode that we did and I said to myself, okay, I want that in a partnership and cultivate that in a partnership, but 
how can I cultivate that if I'm not exactly living with integrity mm-hmm. with myself? If I'm not exactly living with kindness with myself, for mm-hmm. example. Mm-hmm. And um, shoot, where was I going with this? Oh, okay, about 27. So now I'm much, I feel so much more aligned. Again, it's a work in progress and you're never going to be exactly, you know, mm-hmm. the best version of you fully. But when you start to cultivate that, you start to bring those types of values to yourself, like coming back to you. Yeah. Oh my God. I feel like me personally, I trust myself more. Mm -hmm. I have more fun. Mm -hmm. I am much more loving to myself. I feel like I've changed overall more as a person. People have been saying that too. That I feel like like, also when those things happen, sorry to cut you off, like you attract Yes, that's what's been happening too with different kinds of opportunities. Yeah, different people, different situations, job opportunities, my own inspirations and ideas, Mm -hmm. how things are flowing, how Mm -hmm. I'm speaking up, how I love myself more. And when you start to love yourself more, that's when things start to really change because you're doing things so differently. But you feel much more grounded in who you are. So I'm so excited because all the work that I've done all these years at feeling like it's at 27 mm-hmm. fuck I really feel like I'm actually winning in my that's life that's good like, Natalie said an F word at what time again jot it down <laughs> 437 437 <laughs> Nick what do you that's have written down there you got a yeah. couple thoughts be turning 27 that's amazing yeah um, I was just kind of curious because okay you want to be a mother right eventually yeah what do you mean eventually? That's eventually, it. yes. Yeah. When it's just she feels yes or like no. As right. in not tomorrow, man. Well, yeah. no, it's, yeah. it's yes or no. You want to be a mother <laughs> or no, right? Yeah. So you're 27 mm-hmm. and your time is kind of ticking. Do you not think? Nope. Why? Because I never viewed myself having kids at, in my 20s. I know, but it's not about the view. It's about just fact, and, right? So well, they say the cutoff me, is like... Late to 20s like to worried, mid 30s, 45 is cut off. say worried well, is like 35 anything higher than that to be worried about having it's a late kid. 20s to I mean, mid 30s my mom had me at 36 at least to mom, get something yeah my mom had me at 36 she had my brother no, at too. 38 my <sighs> sister had my nephew at 38 so mm. i'm used to not that that's where if listen if that's what it happens what if like yeah i have like health issues or whatever that it meant and ended up me having kids in my late 30s yeah, i don't I mean, want hopefully to you don't have health I issues I don't, I don't <laughs> obviously like early 30s would be my favorite time but mm-hmm. to be honest with me it's more like what kind of mother do I want to be? What kind of household? What kind of family do I want to create? What kind of environment? Then with my partner too, I want to create a loving, beautiful family. And so that's why I don't really have a taking time because it's like you have to, in a way, become that person. And I'm enjoying the journey. I don't have, you know what? There's so many times I feel like when we try to control things to happen, we get so pissed off that it doesn't mm-hmm. happen, but you have to let it go because you yeah. can't control the outside. You can only control within. Yeah. Right? That's, the journey. So that's why with me, I don't really believe there's people who have kids in their forties and they're phenomenal parents because all the work that they have done on themselves, where they are at established, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, it's how you look at it. So I don't see. I'm the I opposite. I, I look at it like I was okay. gonna ask you next. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm the opposite. I I don't I see it as obviously I want to be a dad one day. Like that's like the main thing for me. And it has been for my whole life. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that I'm in a rush to have kids tomorrow. No, obviously. But I'm constantly looking at what kind of a dad are you gonna be if it happened tomorrow. That's mm-hmm. how I make myself better. Mm-hmm. Is by putting the pressure on now. Be like, hey, you are very much. I have friends that are parents. Mm-hmm. Like right fairly you know like they're married they did it right they got married first they got a mortgage and then they started having kids i wouldn't even say got and they're right. our age they're our yeah, age right things differently i feel like it's no but i'm just now, saying i'm just saying we're in that age range yeah, yeah we're in the age range where doing it traditionally is totally 
it can happen. It's happened. Mm-hmm. So we're all in the fair game age range mm-hmm. where we could all be parents at this age. We have friends that are parents at this age. Yeah. Totally doable. So for me, I look at it as because I'm in that age range, mm-hmm. I need to treat it like this could happen. This could happen in a year. This could happen in two, five years. Yeah. So you need to, if you want to mm-hmm. get better, you want to be in that great well, mindset doing, to be a good parent, yeah. treat yourself like, hey, you're... It's yeah. fair game. You're in that's, the fucking To be honest, that's, that is what I do because okay, I tell myself enough, when so. I am working on issues or if I'm working on yeah. healing myself, the reason why I'm so <laughs> focused on that in my personal growth is because I want to make sure I don't pass down any sort of negative thing that's ever happened to me. But you just said you kids. can't control everything. But Doesn't that sound a control, lot like fucking listen, trying listen, to hyper-control? Listen, okay, fair enough. But... I can control how I talk to my kids. I can control how to show up as a mother. Yeah. Anyway. I don't want, you know my past. Yeah. I don't want to bring that into my future. Which, I'm the last, totally for me, fair. I'm the last generation that's dealt with it. Okay. It's my responsibility. So I do think about that. And that's something I thought about even five years ago, six years ago is when yeah. I started doing my personal development journeys. What kind of person do I want to be in the future? Most importantly, what kind of mother do I want to be? Ending the, the generational trauma. So that's yeah. what I do to myself. Yeah. Where I, and it's something I'm, that we can relate. So yeah, we, we basically doing the us. same thing, but we look at it from two different perspectives. In a way, time. similar. Well, similar. Yeah. You're you, like, you oh, are, I don't have to look at it until I'm in my 30s. No, I'm no, no, like, no, I need no, to no, be no. on it now. No, Let's no. Go. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking. Okay. What I'm saying is when it comes to actually physically having kids in 30s. Doing the work now, it's been happening for the last five, six years. Okay, fair enough. Which we all we're all if putting in the sense. work. I just yeah. wanted to clear that. No, but what if there's always something to work on? That's what I'm saying. There's always something to work on. I know. What do you think? Some heavy things that I've dealt with in the past, I yeah, really had sure. to totally work on. Of course. I feel but like other, you're always going to be a work in progress. I feel but like do you think you have a better chance now or later? Now. Because if you're aware now, it's No, no, I'm saying like to find someone. Like, do you think that you're better off now to find someone or later on when, like, you're out of your prime? Well, I, want, I want to put in the time with my person to, like, now. what you guys have done. <laughs> like, you guys have had eight years to, like, build up mm-hmm. being yourself, mm-hmm. but being yourself together. You guys don't have kids yet, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But yeah. You, you've grown together. I want to have that. That's why I'm kind of feeling the heat. And I'm that's like, what I... There is a biological time clock for women, maybe of not course. men. But I also... You, men get old, too. Of, I don't want to be... The dad that's too like tired. It's easier for you to get old 100%. Yeah. And just the only reason I'm asking is because specifically now in today's day, it's a lot harder to find someone in the dating pool now than it was when your parents, your exactly. aunts, etc. When they're 40, that's fine. There wasn't a million different things going on. There wasn't a different million TikTok reasons telling you to do this and that. So what makes you feel that your life is going to be better off later on? Get Finding someone then when realistically the guy back then is already in his prime, why would he want an aged woman so to speak like why is he gonna want i just don't think that a guy is gonna want a girl way out of her prime when his idea is to be a father protect provide and want to make a family when the girl's already missed on the key motherhood years and then she started to find herself i just personally don't think that's gonna work has it worked in the past 100 we can't compare then to now it's just a whole different mindset yeah. everyone has too many opinions everyone says you have to do it this way and that way kind of contradicted myself because i'm relating to that but <laughs> it's just simply the fact that you age you're out of your prime men age they're in their prime but a lot of men want to have a family early and it's nothing wrong with waiting till you're 40, 43, yeah. 45. You want to flip the coin, sure, but a lot of shit has changed. Even the things we eat, we drink, we smell, we take in from the air. You don't know how you're going to react then. Yeah. Back then, same thing, but at least they had an idea and there wasn't too many opinions 
kind of going off you, of it. I, I agree yeah. with you. And no, to beef, to beef up what you're saying, what I will say too, like 30, for our gener- our parents' generation, turning 30 means something completely different to our generation. Of course, yeah. And I get that. But the one thing, like I grew up with a dad who was older when he had me. He didn't do the things that other all my friends were doing with their dads, mm-hmm. right? He was too old. He was too tired. And I get it. It's like your frame of mind and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, there, there is a real element of losing youth as years go on for men and everybody. Everyone. You get Absolutely. older, you lose youth. You lose it. You lose. So I, I want to be at the... I want to be in a position where I have the most possible energy mm-hmm. to handle kids at their youngest age at, when they have the most possible exactly. energy. Exactly. And then when they roll into their adolescence, I can start to taper off because I'm now starting mm-hmm. to hit, you know, middle Your age. Your percent goes do, down. Yeah. I do think you can be in a very shitty environment, eating really poorly, having horrible mm-hmm. habits, being yeah. in a complete dump of in your mind in your 20s and be living so much more healthier in your 30s where you have now the energy yeah. to be a father. I feel like it's all Does about mindset. It is it all is, about it's mindset. mindset. It is, like what sure. you surround yourself with. Like 100%. maybe like the stress and like, like as a 30 year old, you're a parent now, whatever, but maybe you have other stresses in your life and that's why you're being a shitty parent. You know what I mean? Exactly. So like, and we don't yeah. know what that, those yeah. stresses are going to be because we're yeah. not there yet. Right. Exactly. So I feel like it's just really about your mindset and like mm-hmm. how much you care about being a good parent. Like if you care yeah. a lot about being a good parent, you're going to put your all into it. Mm-hmm. That's with anything in life. That's true. Or you so, do what you think is best. Yeah. Like you're going to yeah. switch a switch when it happens. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The pro- I think the problem why I think also that I not like even me in general like if you're chasing that future like what if in the future thing and that that's one of the reasons why I don't want I don't want to think 10 so years bad. from now yeah. because I think that I'm going to be in a revolving door mm-hmm. two years at a time I want more further I'm not there yet I'm my body I'm yeah. not there yet my health's not there yet holy fuck I'm 55 yeah like where the where did where did I, my family go where did everything go everyone exactly. all my friends are old and fat like fuck that you know what I mean that's what worries me about about your approach particularly is yeah. the constant looking inward looking at bettering yourself that never is gonna stop no. and then no. one day what if I'm I wake up and I'm fucking though. 55 but, years old but, I'm not married and flies, I have no man. kids Bloody yeah, hell. I, I turn 55 I'm not started here's yeah. the thing though I take it lightly too though fair enough yeah no it's i told ha- again yeah, yeah. your approach yeah again, exactly. i'm not saying i'm gonna wait until my 30s to have kids i could have kids in two years oh i'm not, I'm not trying to convince you i'm just trying to but understand with, it you oh know? okay yeah okay. yeah no yeah. no so i love doing personal development and i enjoy my life right and i'm living so much more lighter because i'm living in my values of course so it's how do i explain this don't worry about me I'm good. Yeah, no, Don't no, worry about no. Me. I'm but like, good. I'm not worried. I'm not asking you because I'm worried about you. Yeah. I'm asking you because I'm genuinely curious. Yeah, you're in that mindset. You know, like mm-hmm. make it make sense to me. That's sort of my approach mm-hmm. to my questioning. Make so it I'm, to I'm, make not, sense I'm not. I'm not attacking you. I'm just trying oh, to I understand. Know. Attack. Yeah, I'm trying to understand. It's just like just it is something that. I personally just love to do. I'm not waiting to be a perfect person. Okay. I don't believe it. Oh my, that's the last Sometimes thing. it seems like... <laughs> I was going to say, you're making it sound like you want to be perfect no, before I, anything. I don't think yeah. it's about it's being not perfect. perfect. For, I think it's just you about like... You can't be perfect. Yeah, simple, right? and you I don't yeah. think it's about that for her. I think it's mm-hmm. just more about like her learning herself. Yeah, that's In her all 20s it is. right now. Like she wants to learn who she is before she can... I know, I, I agree with yeah. what you're saying. like, it's, you know, like... Because you learn a lot of lessons in your 20s. They say, like, Imagine how many more the older you get, though. Yeah, but they say, like, your 20s is where you learn the most lessons, right? Because you're you're coming into adult life. Like, you're learning all this shit. Mm -hmm. Like, things are just happening so fucking fast. I know. I agree. Maybe I may 
come you're... across time to time as quote unquote perfect, but maybe it's just because I just know who I am more. Yeah. No, it's not about be like seeming perfect, but it's about like striving for perfection. Oh no, don't ever it, strive for it, perfection. It, it because it's it such like it. <laughs> no, I don't believe in perfectionism. Yeah. There is no such thing as perfectionism. Everyone has their own mm-hmm. thoughts of what yeah. perfectionism is. And it's tiring. It's exhausting. Why would you want to yeah. create this truly unexpected like um um yeah, unrealistic real, expectation. Un- you, yeah, yeah. When you could be yourself, mm-hmm. like it's, I rather I always, I, I always say progress over perfect, progress over perfect, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed the messy ride at times because it's like, again, like it's just it's just life. You just be with it. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Like, I'm living more life, much more lighter, and it's, yeah. I, don't I think know, if like, you put too much pressure on it, like how all, everyone's saying, you have a a timeline and mm-hmm. this is it like yeah. I feel like you're gonna put too much pressure on yourself where you're like okay I just gotta you know pick the next person and settle down and have these kids like mm-hmm. you know whereas you're just going with the flow and seeing what happens like whatever is meant to be like I truly believe will be will like be. it'll happen yeah. when it happens but I'm just curious about like the safeguards because like Nick mm-hmm. made the good point what if you just keep doing that Rolling with the punches, just enjoying the time, well, or whatever. And then one day you, you wake up and you're 55 and you're like, what the fuck? Okay, but if <laughs> you were meant to be a parent or you were meant to have all these things in life that you wanted, you would get them. If you don't get them, you're in a, mm. like, I think, to be honest, like, you're redirected into a different thing. Like, your life is supposed to go somewhere different than you didn't even think you yeah. were supposed to. Yeah, go. for sure. So that's what I, like, that's how I see it. Yeah. So I think, like... Yes. And some people aren't truly not meant to be parents. Not that yeah, no, I no, think no. I am <laughs> definitely, but some people are you not meant to be parents. You don't have to have a kid. Like yeah. Nick is saying like, oh, your time's ticking. Like, okay, what if I couldn't have kids? What if, you know, I missed my deadline and I still want to be a parent? You could do other things to be oh, a parent. Oh yeah, you could adopt. You could adopt. You could, you know. It's not it's, the same. I know it's not the same, but it... It's Some like people, snatching out something out of your soul. Like his it, dream is to it. be a father, and I take but that he's away still from him. Be a father. But he's it's just not. Raising, it's no. It, you will never. No. I'm sorry. We're not on the same page here. I know we're not. It's not <laughs> even They're close leave to the this same. Like, no, we're it's done. not. <laughs> you. I, I dread it. the day. I, I dread the day for someone to rip that out of me, and that's the only thing I care okay, about. Exactly. I will never agree exactly with fucking anything you said. I dread the day. You say all this shit now about oh, what's fine. Time's not. Ticking. That's what you want. It won't be. It's just, it's simple. Time's no, not but, ticking, but what are you going to do when 55 pass and the yeah. only thing you worked your whole life for vanishes off the fucking place of the earth? All that self-development. All that stuff, all that, that improving, all that progress we I talk about. Think, though, like, even if you wanted to adopt and you wanted to be a parent, you want to be a parent. See, I have a cousin who, in the States... That's like quitting cigarettes she, and hitting a vape. Okay, listen to my story. <laughs> I have a cousin in the States. She wanted to be a parent, obviously couldn't be a parent, like have her own kid so she adopted she loves like her kids as if they were her own and she is a mother and she loves it like I feel like honestly some things are not meant to happen at certain times because it's not the right time yeah or they're not meant to happen the way you want them to happen because it's something better is out there exactly to you and think of it as like okay yeah I'm adopting but I'm giving a kid who was less fortunate to have a better life oh I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that I, I agree that's beautiful it's a beautiful thing that should happen I'm just saying is you're working so hard to develop yourself as a mother and the second that gets snatched away from you, I think that your tell is going to change but quite see, often. But see, I don't see it that way. I don't see it. Uh, of course you don't. Somebody's but working too hard on themselves. Don't do, like, you got to enjoy, like, you got to be human. Like, it's, I know exactly what you're saying. You're yeah, going to Yeah, because you talked about progress, right? And all that Continually sort of have progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but I'm also I also respect where I'm at like it's mm. I respect where I'm at yeah okay yeah I'm not gonna like drain myself to the ground being like of I course must figure not, this no. out and rip all the band-aids to heal all the wounds no this, like this is an interesting conversation because what we're seeing is we're seeing the women band together and we're seeing the men band yeah. together and this is two perspectives mm-hmm. on but life but I also understand where you guys are coming here. from too yeah. yeah I really do I really really do right um but you say you like to look into the future, right? I do. Okay, so what's going to happen in the future? And well, it goes away. Like I can, yeah, like <laughs> she said this to me on the show, too. I don't have a crystal ball. No, no, I'm not asking for a crystal ball. I would say, yeah. in the future, what are you preparing for yeah. if you miss your window? Exactly. I miss That's my a great window. Which then you know what? You know what I would love to do? I would love to work in whether... It doesn't have to be, like, obviously in Africa, but I, I've always wanted to go to Africa. But I would love to work with orphanages in some sort of way, like giving back. That could be my thing. Okay, I but, could maybe adopt a kid. But is that not just filling a gap missing? No, because I mm-hmm. love kids in general. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't not think so. Not at all. I believe you love kids, but you're just you just kind of proved it to yourself. If you got that snatched out of your body, mm-hmm. you would fill the and hole. Search for it somewhere else. Somewhere mm-hmm. else. Something you know what else. I completely mean? understand, mm-hmm. but you're then also helping fill that hole up then in a way with something beautiful and yeah, positive exactly. i so agree it's not a bad thing at all i'm not saying it's bad i'm just saying you're just covering up you're just banding it i wouldn't call it banding no, covering up it... i think it's you're using your wound to, yes to heal it and such but you're doing something good with it yeah for sure instead of sitting there because and sulking about donating it. to charity yeah, oh something God, good I'm yeah like, like you could cry your whole no, life like, and be like oh i didn't get what i wanted but if you're just doing that and you're not doing anything else with it like Fair. You know what I mean? I understand like, that. Because what if maybe me mm-hmm. then, for example, knock on wood, look, obviously I would love to have kids, like I keep saying. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, so what if maybe that ended up happening where, yeah, okay, I didn't have kids, whether I had a health issue or my partner had a health issue or just never quote unquote worked out for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I decided to help out kids in any ways I did. Maybe that would have been much more fulfilling in my life versus maybe potentially having a child that ended up being, growing, being born as a complete sociopath does well, you that make can't sense plan, you can't yeah, plan how you gonna plan that what I'm saying what I'm saying is maybe <laughs> you don't know no, 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 I, don't, I, don't think I want the crystal ball now I want the crystal ball now explain this a little bit better so I understand exactly exactly what you mean what you are saying but my thing is certain things don't happen for you because there's a better plan out there for you and maybe if I don't have kids it was meant to happen that way because something else better was coming. And if I were, like, how do I say this? I'm really trying to word this out right now. <laughs> it's a little tricky. It is tricky, but I know what I'm trying to get here at. Maybe it wouldn't have worked out for me. Sorry, mm-hmm. if I got that thing, but it really wasn't meant for me, it could have made Kids, right? Me, if you got kids? Like, imagine mm-hmm. if I had, okay, imagine I really was really craving, having a, wanting a child, but it never worked out for me. But you said that you want it. I don't know how to explain it. it. I don't know. Okay. But. You said at the beginning, you want to be a mother and yes, have kids, for sure. right? For sure. So I don't understand where you're going I know, with I'm that. I'm trying so, my okay. best to communicate this through, but it's hard. So here, here, here's, here's where I think, I think we're, we're, so we're, we're not at impasse, but we're definitely kind of at a, like, a, a sort of like misunderstanding of each other. Yeah, I think so. So one of the things I know for a fact with Nick specifically, because we're in the same generation and mm-hmm. we're all in the same generation. We're all, yeah. Mm-hmm. We were a generation that was raised where the girls were raised one way and the boys were raised another, mm-hmm. right? So the boys 
our generation were raised and we were told this and you could probably confirm it we were raised to be doers do yeah. like yeah. there is the universe doesn't give a fuck givers. about you men lead women if you follow. want to do something you have to go and physically do it so it's hard i think for guys in our generation to hear this yeah. it will come to you because our entire lives so, we've yeah. been told no one you, cares about you. You gotta go get you it. You have to go get it. <laughs> right. And that's and that's what the but most annoying part about even the dating yeah. pool today mm-hmm. is that we've everybody has come and taken from these young boys who are now men. That's who we are, and they've taken away the you need to be the one to go do. And they're telling us sit there and wait for it to come. And we're like, what the fuck is this? But and men then on top the of dating that, pool too. We've now handed to women who we used to tell sit there and wait for it. We've now handed the autonomy that go out and do it. Women are going out and doing their thing. Men are told to sit back and wait for it to fall on their laps, but it's not falling on our laps. Okay, so how I view it is this when it comes to the universe, and this is something that it's hard to learn in general, whether you're a man or a woman. Things aren't, okay, when it comes to manifestation, it's not only just about thinking what you want. It's not, mm-hmm. a, don't think about what you don't want. Oh, because that's it's how it's thinking, presented, though. It I know, I know. There's a lot of, I so. feel like maybe we need to make an episode about debunking it because mm-hmm. there's so much misconception about manifesting and it drives me crazy. But, Do you believe in it that it works? Yes. Yeah. It works for you whether you, it works, it works. In a way that you want it, and also just it works for you in the way that you don't want it to yeah. happen to you. It's always working for. It's always happening, the good and the so bad. So if you say if you're, you're manifesting is, something, it's gonna give it to you type of thing. The universe so, is constantly listening to you. So even your thoughts, like if you're thinking, okay, um, I don't know, like something so negative in your head, but mm-hmm. you're not saying it out loud or writing it down. The universe it's in the is still just mind. Yeah, mm. this universe is still mind. going to give you that. But you like, have to. But what also if you don't align, get it? You have to also line up because, your actions. Yeah. So, for example, you say what you want. You have to line up your actions. Also, it's you have to take the actions, and the universe is is seeing. That's how we were raised. That's, that's what we do as men. Is <laughs> you, you have to do the actions. So go and do it. But that's and part then when of manifestation. When, manifestation. when, when men are thinking finish, about finish, the, finish, the finish, bad finish. things that the universe is listening to, that's threat analysis. That's also it's, something that we were taught so, to do. Okay. You have to believe it though. That all comes to belief yeah. system. So yeah. if you're manifesting this thing that you want in your life, you have to believe it. Yeah. Because if you're not a fully believing it, like fully mm-hmm. your mind and everything mm-hmm. you're never gonna get it. So let's talk about it, relationships it, let me just say something sure, let's talk yeah. about relationships here because this is something that you and i spoke about and this is where we got into a fight which here i we don't go. think we will get into a fight <laughs> let's fight about but, it <laughs> so i said to him or i'll just make it a general thing so um a lot of people they everybody wants to be in a beautiful loving relationship right but there's so many people being like oh my god it's never gonna happen for me because it always never happens for me i have a shitty past this keeps happening this type of person keeps coming back into my life this and that blah 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 so yeah, you want a relationship, but your subconscious mind, what you are actually believing is playing the role. So you believe in certain things. So your way of being, your energy you're putting out, the way you talk, the way you present yeah. yourself, mm-hmm. how you dress up even, how you do little things every day, what time you even get out of bed, if you're going to say you're going to get out of bed to do your workout. Like it's mm-hmm. all these different things play a role in manifestation. Manifestation isn't just saying, I want a boyfriend and it's going to come to me. Yeah. No, right. it's about, okay. You say that's what you want. Think about what you want. And like, how are you going to get there? And to how, point? To, how are you going to also become to get yeah. that? That's what so, manifestation so is about. It's basically this thing that has been given a new name, Nick. It's this thing that we were taught to do as boys by our fathers. That they told us, you have to go out and get it. You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe Provide in what you're doing. Provide for your family. And you got to go out. You got to fight hell and high mm-hmm. water. We basically have taken it and now we're telling it to girls and we're just giving we it just a new name. We just got a special word no, now. It's oh, like, manifestation. It, it all comes <laughs> down from like, have you ever heard The Secret? Have you ever watched The Secret? What's the secret? Tell me. 
like the secret can't law of attraction. <laughs> the law of attraction. Okay. So like you they talk about different un- laws of the universe, but so primarily that one's the law like, of attraction. Literally, like let's just say you're lying in bed right now, and you like you want a car right now, right? You really want this car. You have to lie in bed and you have to close your eyes and like visualize visualize yourself having in that the car. car in the car, how you feel, the what colors, it feels like to have it. Texture. Every little thing comes down to it, and well, I'm not kidding. But if okay, if that is the recipe, then I should have won the lottery seven <laughs> years gonna, ago. So what do you but say to all the homeless <laughs> veterans? No what do you say to everyone on the street? There has to be uh-huh. something that, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like maybe you're in your head, like, doubting yourself. Yeah. Which everybody is. And yeah, it everybody is. is. But, but do you believe in that doubt, or do you realize so it's a that, negative? Yeah. Here's false the thing: as as a man that has grown up in this like generation and in in society, I'll, I'll give you the, the the male perspective. And Nick, correct me if I'm wrong. Okay, Emmy, what up? You're sitting there and you're listening to you know. Really, we've had to kind of switch how we see the world on a swivel in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. We were raised one way, and then. Society has shifted in the other direction and we've pivoted on our feet and now we're playing catch up. We're, we're, we're sprinting and you have women who are raised with emotional intelligence from infancy who are now autonomous and they're being tasked with the ability to choose and decide for themselves and that's completely awesome. But you've now developed and women are, are, are eons ahead of the men who are now feeling incredibly behind. We, a lot of men lack emotional intelligence because we were never taught it. There's nowhere to go to learn it. Oh, there is. There is. There is. Okay, well, well, hear me out. Let me, let me, there's nowhere to go to learn it from other men that are speaking to you in your language. There, that is. Are speak, there is. That are speaking there to is. you in your red. If there were, as a man, I haven't found it and I've I'll looked. I'll send it to you. I've looked. No, 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 no. You don't need it. Don't, don't send me something that speaks to you. Send me no, something no, no. that you think is going to speak I, to me. Because you send me stuff that speaks to you. No, but I, I do it though because yeah. I know it will speak to you. But it just maybe the language may not be exact. That's it, what I mean. But I, but I still because I didn't find that right post. Like I'm still in a. No, way I know, and you. I get it, and I appreciate it, and I, I do. I, but I'm just saying that the accessibility for men to do what you're saying, mm. it, it's not there. It's not as supportive. You go online and you look at these things that women uplifting other women. There aren't there aren't men but uplifting follow, other men. And when there are, when comes, they're being torn down by feminists and this stuff. And so that shifts. It's getting shadow banned and blocked and know. stuff. It's hard to it, find. It's, no, it's true. It's, it's true. not about knowing. It's hard to find the channels. The world you, caters to females yeah, now. Yeah, you have access nothing. to a lot of self development that we just don't have access but to. I will send you know? them to you that are literally from men. I, will, I listen. I appreciate it if it's from Tim, a man, but Tim. I don't want a man sitting there with his legs crossed and the dreadlocks being like, mm, it's you not know, that hippy at dippy, all. because I don't relate to that guy at all. I know. I want so I'm someone not who's send you that kind of just man. like me, you know, yeah. who's able to, not saying that. But then you know again, I mean. like it all comes down to what you guys were saying about the gender roles. Like yeah. you were saying that yeah. like men are supposed to go out there and work and work hard and provide for a woman mm-hmm. and women are supposed to be the caregivers mm-hmm. and whatnot. Okay. So, like, you're literally saying that, but then you're saying, oh, we don't get anything. Yeah, because... because but we're born that no, no, way. No, we're, I'm speaking okay. to... We're, no, we're born without value. You guys are born though. with value. I'm, res- I'm speaking We have to, to work for everything. We are value. not. Uh, show, tell me one... Give me one example of a man being born with value. Every, what? Just give me anything. I think every single yeah. person, it's every single not. man okay. is born with value. I, I, In fairy I tale you, land, I can maybe. back him up. Because when women are born, world you're born like with love. value right away. Just the, the fact that you're a woman, you're yeah. born with value. The fact that you can give birth, you already have value. Men have to yeah. earn their value the whole step right out of the womb. And you guys don't fucking respect it until it's, we have it. It's conditional. That is the problem. It's true. And in the dating... So hear, hear me out. Hear out the It's absolutely hear true. It it, it, you're looking at it from a point of view where it's conditional love. Women... In terms of society looking at women, women have faced, don't get me wrong, women to this day face 
all <laughs> number of shit, like bullshit that you have to deal with as a woman that you shouldn't have to deal with as a person at all, mm-hmm. right? But men are loved, and this is across cultures, across the world, conditionally. Men have to provide something in order to be lovable. And if it's you true. don't believe me, then I, I wouldn't be but single. You, you said it yourself. Me, you, you, you said it yourself. In private conversation, you say to me all the time, you go, you are emotionally intelligent. You are self-aware. You constantly work on yourself. You, you would make a great boyfriend. All my friends tell me I would make a great father. And I do the work every single day. Right, but at the end of the day, I, I I'm missing boxes that most women our age go. You need to have this checked off. You said yourself to that you're like, why would I want a weak man? Yeah. Those are sure words. Yeah. Okay, right. I understand what you're Conditional. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. See how I see it is that like, so yes, you're saying like women need that man and stuff like whatever you're saying, but. Women need to do the same thing. Like, yeah. I feel like women have to go to work too and make and provide yeah. for a family as yeah. well nowadays. In this day like, and age, especially. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, women at the end also of the day, open minded with the fact of what men do too. Exactly. Like, if when you mention that men are not as emotionally intelligent um, at certain age, women also, like, this is our own responsibilities to be aware of that and give them the respect for that. Well, this is exactly, and, and this is specific to, to our generation too, yeah, right? But yeah. when I go back to, okay to maybe be a little bit more clear when I was talking about when I used to get that feed, feedback, that kind of comment to me that you're too strong of a woman yeah. to, it was like, okay, but why would I want to be with someone? I understand what you're saying. Yeah, somebody yeah, that yeah. is quote unquote weak, but in the sense of my, my definition of weak isn't what, oh, how do I say this? It's somebody that is going to put you down. Someone that mm-hmm. is not willing to listen to like, you know, support you. Yeah. Someone that, Yes. I just say I don't think that has anything to do with being weak. That's just a simply that's a dick. Definition. That's my definition. That's my definition. Nicer way. Like she's just instead of saying a dick, she's just being like you're weak. Like that's my. She's just yeah. putting him down. What? Yeah. what? That's like, my definition. Yeah. I, no, I I get it. It does make sense to me. Yeah. So it does. just to clear that off, I swear. Yeah. But I mean, for our generation, I mean, from from a single woman in in our generation, and you could talk to it as a woman in a relationship of our generation. You're looking at a man men these days so our our generation of, of men we're all born around the same time we all grew up around the same time we had very similar experiences socially okay so for nick you could attest to I'm this listening, i'm we listening we were raised a certain way we were raised nitty and gritty mm. and then it was like in 2013 we'll say pivot on your feet you know you had this wave of feminism come in and we, we saw it we see it we see it in yeah. you two it's even i've known you both for a long time and you've gone from women that sort of fit fit a mold that we were raised to be to mm. breaking out of a shell and taking charge of your lives the way that men were raised to do it. So <laughs> it's weird to see it. you guys have A, developed the emotional intelligence from infancy mm. and then B, have the autonomy to do the things you want. And then you have us playing catch up, being A, having to do the same sort of fight for your life, fight for what you want, go out and work and all that stuff. We're doing it competing with you, but we lack the emotional intelligence. It feels like nowhere to turn to get it. So what I think is that like for women, the reason why we have such a strong community mm-hmm. is because back then, like women were not allowed to do anything. Absolutely. Right? Right. Yeah. So like we were so suppressed. Yeah. Like I can't speak for myself or like speak for those women because I wasn't in that era. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But from things you listen to and things you like watch and like hear about, like those women weren't allowed to do anything. So now these over time, women are able to work. Women are able to do these things. So that's why we built a community to like uplift one another because right. of all that back then, right? Right. So 
I feel like that is why for the men part, like men were allowed to do anything back then. Anything. Like they were just the man. You were a man, like that was amazing, right? Like now it's like. So that's my question. So th- this is interesting. You said exactly that. Hold you on, were, just finish what you're going to say though. Because like, yeah, I, I want to just start. Now it's like yeah. women are allowed to do things as well. Like what? Like we're allowed to go out and we're allowed to work. Like mm-hmm. if we're we choose to be an yeah. entrepreneur and want just to be like a woman, like don't want to not have kids. Yeah, choose yeah. to not want things. Like hmm. we're being told, oh, well, you're being just a feminist or whatever, like, mm-hmm. but it's you're like, being selfish. Yeah. It's like, no, I feel like everyone deserves to be what they want. Like, do you know what I mean? And men, same thing. Like some mm-hmm. men out there don't want that, like those things. And so they decide, okay, I'm just going to be like this man that lives this life. You know, the problem you have <laughs> people put status on men. Other people will say a man's value. Come say it in the microphone. Come. Come say it in the microphone. This is my value, but a man can't say that. Yeah, you guys make up your own fairy tale values and men have to earn theirs. That's why I said from the very beginning. But see, I don't I don't see that as true. But it is. So, okay, it but is you true, you just said you just said you saw at you 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 look at it as men can do anything. And I think a lot of women look at it as that's how you were raised. I think you you could look at it considering you guys had a lot of shackles on you. You really did. It's true. Even in your lifetime, mm-hmm. you had a lot of shackles on you as a woman. Yeah. So, I feel like it's come sort of full circle and we now have the strongest women that we've ever had in the history of, of humankind, mm-hmm. right? Living in a life that they feel more equitable to men and they're still looking around and being like, this is shit. And men are like, we've been saying it's shit. <laughs> we've been asking for help, but there have been so many shackles on women for so long, so much more than men, that women are like, well, no, we're, we're, we don't want to hear it. You guys have been in a place of advantage for so long. So now we're at a position, you know that like the suicide rate for men? It's higher than women. It's higher than women 75 percent of suicides <laughs> are men and have there? been for the last century mm-hmm. a century ago women didn't have next to any rights we're oppressed so men men were still killing themselves at a way higher rate than women now you have the most empowered most uh, educated most free-willed women ever and then you have men who feel terribly behind mm-hmm. and like nobody cares do you not see that at all? I wouldn't say no one cares. No, just people need to have these conversations more to understand. Oh, where that's exactly what we're having. This yeah, exactly. So don't <laughs> say that no one cares because we feels, are here. Natalie, Natalie, the feeling and other men are saying it to you right now. I'm telling you right now, the sentiment on behalf of men monolithically, mm-hmm. which you're not supposed to do, but a lot of men will agree. It feels like no one cares and no one wants to listen. Who was the I'm feminist that like, uh, that she like played a role listen. as a guy for like a year and a half and I'm killed herself? I'm telling you, D, what it, what it feels like. And this is what men no, are talking no, to about uh, with each other. Mm-hmm. We're talking about this with each other. That you guys feel like no, no one No one is cares. listening. At society as a whole, not other men okay. or, or women specifically. Go, go. You know what I think? Here we go. Now it, it's a movement of... Like she said before, women weren't allowed to do anything, which, yes, that's wrong. That was the past. That was history. Yeah. Now it's a movement of women are uniting, which is great. Mm-hmm. Being entrepreneurs, doing your thing, that's fantastic, right? <clears throat> but, in, but in doing so, mm-hmm. now the women are getting together and devaluing men a man's as a whole. role. Yeah. And it comes in, back to what I was saying. You men. pick the they value of the man. man. Fuck right, men. exactly. And right. listening exactly. We grew up with you and so, we're like, what the fuck happened? Exactly. And Why so, you hate us so much we're, for just existing? If we disappeared, you guys are last two days. Blaming <laughs> our generation no, no, no. of men for the crimes of men a hundred years ago is absurd to me. I, I, don't, I shouldn't be held accountable 
for same way that I'm never ever gonna look at you white people and hold you accountable for the slave trade. You were not fucking even a figment of an imagination. I was just about to touch base on that. For, how can I be that. held accountable for the men in the 1920s that were alcoholic, abusive, oppressive dickheads? Mm-hmm. Why are you exacting your revenge on me? And not you only exacting your revenge, them. you're also the most empowered woman ever. <laughs> we could ask them, you know. To, like, <laughs> I I know what you mean, and I think it's disgusting when women do that. I do. Yeah. I think I'm the word feminism. You. I know. I know you're. I know <laughs> yeah. you're not. Right. I think the word feminism completely changed to what its original roots were. Every and single thing so, changes. It, it radicalizes every single thing. And I do understand what you're also saying too, Alex. I do because women, yeah, they are getting more. They're showing up more, and it's they're kind more of like empowered. In a way, they're more empowered than they've ever quote, been. Quote unquote, dehumanizing a man, but that's where you have to have the awareness of like, how do I say this? Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm going to try to... Yeah. But, I know what I want to say. But in, in that process, which is great, women need to now rise up and show your value. Like, they're showing their value. We can yeah. do things. That's fantastic mm-hmm. in terms of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But now, a lot of what not all, mm-hmm. but there's obviously a lot of women out there where it's now... It's a more of a... Now it's a toxic role that they carry because they're now looking at a man, whether they're with one or they're looking for one, it's, well, okay, well, I'm a 10, and I bring this and this to the table. Mm-hmm. You know, what does a man do for me now? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what does a man bring to the table? And obviously, men and women are equal. I like, want to hear Dee's opinion on this. As a woman who's right? in a relationship with a man who sees the world this way, how yeah. do you address this? I feel like Alex was constantly saying something. And you oh, sorry. I interrupted you? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All I'm going to say is that, like, I think what it comes down to is women being like, oh, I don't need a man. Like, I'm an I independent woman. The reason why I think women say that is because of trauma from mm-hmm. past relationships. Right. Like I feel like yeah. some women maybe have been cheated on or have gone through something. So, so now they're like, which is true, which yeah. is true. And some men say things like that too. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that like, I think women, the reason why it stems from that is because it's like they have trauma that they don't, they don't want to go through it again. They're like, oh, well, I'm turned off now. Like, I just want to be myself and an independent woman and do things on my own. But it, that because can, they don't that want can get that. so toxic. Which it can. Yeah. It can. Get but so I feel toxic. like that's why some women in our generation are like that. Or yeah. let's say from divorced parents. Yeah. That's a big one. They've watched their parents go through it. Mm-hmm. They don't want to live a life like that anymore. So they're like, oh, I'm going to be an independent woman and be able to take care of myself yeah. because I don't want to go through what my parents went through. Do you, I, can, re- I, I can relate to that deeply, not only just with the separation, but what was going on behind closed doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, and, and your, Deep. your, your situation is a shitty situation, but Very, it's yeah. not an isolated one, which is the horrific part of it. And it wasn't, it's not just young girls who were witnessing this. It were too. young boys. And yeah. the thing is, you have a brother. Yeah. He was but right there sure, beside you. Yeah. You but know I what made I mean? sure he didn't see anything. I you, made sure you didn't hear anything. You did your but best, he did. but he's not an he idiot. Did. And the thing is, men have the same good. spectrum of emotions that women do. Yeah. You two women specifically are such feeling people, mm. right? So you can imagine using empathy how much men feel, yeah. but they still get the cold shoulder from society in every direction. Do you right. not? You don't think you see that? No, you don't I, see do that? See, I do. I do understand. I do. Right? I do. So that's I sort do. of the gripe that I think Nick's coming from. I'm coming from for sure. Yeah. I feel yeah. like so, like the whole thing about you guys talking about that and like. How men are, you know, women are, oh, I want to be like an independent woman. And then you guys are saying like, you know, feeling I hate to bring this up, but like the Andrew Tate thing where it's like men are supposed to do 
men are supposed to be X, Y, and Z, and women are supposed to be this. You know, we're like, women are supposed mm-hmm. to be the provider. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But? I see it like that, though. Like, I do see it as, like, the man's supposed to be the provider and the woman is supposed to be the caregiver because like that's just our natural energy. roles in life. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think maybe that's why things work with Nick and I. Oh, like, yeah. I like, because I see this? my value in a relationship where I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to be the nurturer. Yes, I can have my career on the side and I can... Well, you your know, career is a big deal. It's, it's the reason yeah. you're on the show today. Yeah, you know? like I can have all of that <laughs> yeah. and I can do all of these things, you know, and still be an entrepreneur and still be a woman and, you know, I can mm-hmm. take care of myself while I'm in a relationship, yeah. meaning like loving myself and taking care right. of myself, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then I can have a relationship with Nick where, you know, we're together and too. he's, yeah. he can do these things where he's the provider and he wants to be the manly man and whatever. He, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go and build something. Well, that's just there, like, right? It's I, like, I'm going to get a manly man. man like that's not what all women want. Don't, don't lecture her because you were <laughs> scoffing when she was talking about, you know, the feminine energy. So you guys are both scoffing like, over, you know, I, your I role. Really, I know what my role is in life. I'm a woman. I'm going to be the nurturer. I'm going to mm-hmm. be the caregiver. I'm going to, obviously Nick's not going to pick up laundry and do it himself. If but, it's and any other way, too, it won't work. Because, yeah. So you are playing, again, There's we will talk about masculine feminine energy a little bit more. For some people may listen to this and cringe about it, but just please listen with an open heart. Um, you having a business, being an entrepreneur, you're constantly in your masculine energy. You're constantly, you know, planning, you're doing your to-do list, you're writing things down, you're adding service, providing it, right? Mm-hmm. Being in a relationship with Nick, you're allowed to, you feel balanced and that's why you, yeah. you can give, like you feel balanced, mm-hmm. you have that space and it feels natural and you feel good in it because I completely understand. Yeah. Exactly what you just said. Now right. imagine you're a man yeah. and you're trying to find a woman who I is know. capable of mm-hmm. doing that, mm-hmm. finding balance, yeah. not being herself, being this independent queen that we want all our women to be also being the fucking wind in your sail to be a I king think, i think it, it, comes, it seems to be gone i feel like it comes though with maturity if you would yes, have asked naturally. me when yeah. i was like 20 i would have been like i'm good i would like, have looked at your horoscope signs I, yeah no i would have been like fully like i used to be like i don't need a man like what do i need a man for even and though i was quickly like, come to reality on how like, much you need men. yeah like even though i was like in a relationship with nick like i didn't even realize like i'm not gonna change the oil in my car yeah like i really am not i don't want and to I'm not gonna know <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna know when i'm gonna need to do those things Equality. like there's some things that a man is gonna give to you and then there's some things that a woman's gonna give to you and i think that just comes with maturity of like realizing it mm-hmm. it's because roles I, it's just i really roles. didn't the same from day of age and it feels good to give because that's what naturally we do we we love to give Mm. i can't stand when a guy like when i feel like i can't give i feel like i can't be myself Mm -hmm. yeah that's your way of that's where i've shown you love yeah Yeah, that's true and that's for everybody. What do you, when you say give, like, what do you yeah. mean by giving? So like, for example, you got a, a little acts of service, you, acts of service, doing yeah, things yeah. for someone. Okay, like, like example, what? Because okay. it, it's going to vary on what you're giving to yeah. turn him off. Yeah, acts of service. But we all have yeah. the acts of service. Like, sir, so we all have the love languages within us. Just some of us, like, we all have just more dominant ones. Mm-hmm. But maybe I think my they do change. Of course, my mm-hmm. act of service is now starting to grow more. I've been noticing. Mm-hmm. Um, so back to what I said, what are you giving? What am I giving? Okay, like so examples, no to... gifts, no, nothing gift wise. Yeah. Okay. okay. So say if I'm going on a few dates with somebody, mm-hmm. eventually I want to pay. Okay. I see. That's, That's fine. Yeah. Um, if they come home and they're stressed down, whatever, I want to spend time with them, give my time to them and allow them to de-stress, allow them to whatever, if they want to talk about it or not, 
be there and give them the space for that. Okay, space give is good. It, like, I was going to ask. Okay, that's yeah. fine. Um, what could be another one? I don't know. Um, what could be another one? I'm just curious. I can tell you're wrong or right. I'm just curious. Yeah. A meal what the... for the person. Oh like, my god! Yeah, yeah. Or like buying like, them a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. or like just like sure. little yeah. small little things, things that are gonna make mm-hmm. making them a little note, like or like sending them a text, being like, "Hey, babe, I just want to, I want you to know, I love you." Like it's things like that. Like, yeah. Just so 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 Send nice. Something a little new. <laughs> yeah, you think it's emotional. There you go. Oh my god. Really got that idea. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, just fair enough. I, I understand. Feel good yeah. I give, and I've always been like that. Absolutely. My toughest thing has been learning how to receive. Cause yeah, that, that's my oh, issue too. It yeah. is my that's my issue as well yeah. as receiving. It's, mm-hmm. it's a I, tough thing. It's the biggest one. That. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> honestly, it is a that's big one. That's the biggest and one. I've, I've I feel like you're providing so much that yeah. for you to be giving, like, somebody giving you something feels off. It's not that. It's it's maybe it probably comes from you know tra- trauma and stuff going through yeah. like my parents' divorce and like mm. the the immediate. Like I was 13. I was at a pretty critical age when my my dad left. So you're at a point where, and, and my family, my parents are, you know, they're immigrants. They're from a country, they, they're from the old school way of life. Mm-hmm. So my mom immediately leans on her oldest son. That's me yeah. when my dad is gone. So I literally, it was like a switch. It was a switch. At 13, I went from being a blissful child to you're a man now. And it was incredible to mm-hmm. go from being able to go up to my aunts and uncles and my friends and the neighbors and ask for help to being this 13-year-old boy who's the man of the house. And nobody was... God typically concerned with me it was yeah. matt's a man he can handle it and so i stopped receiving yeah. you know those check-ins i stopped it. receiving those and then i got to an age now where i had i was starting to date you know i'm up in my upper teens right and all of a sudden you know i'm dating wonderful women who are you know giving me gifts they're doing things for me and i'm having an incredibly difficult time to receive it, it felt foreign to you yeah so and, that, and that's something i'm still dealing with at mm-hmm. this age 27 you know yeah. i'm still yeah. battling you know receiving stuff and because i'm i'm you know my wall is up i'm sort of like i've gone so long and it's such a crucial time in my life without that mm-hmm. love and care mm-hmm. that when it happens to me it's almost like i feel like you have an ulterior motive like you're not you don't actually care about me you want something from me why are you doing this and that's sort of and it's it's a shitty way to live but no, that's I how i that's how I, that's how i look right? i deal that's me dealing with things right now too mm-hmm. like i didn't know i had to learn how to provide for myself at a very young age my dad also left at a yeah. moment mm-hmm. then i i'll talk about it one day mm-hmm. um something that happened that caused me to develop ptsd right when i was 17 where i had to put my foot down and keep a promise should i say it <laughs> It's up, to you. I always, uh, it's up to you don't yeah don't don't push it okay i won't push it now you can bring um, it up a little later <laughs> potentially like i could feel like it's sh- ah, say it you're in the feels now just get it over we'll rip the I band to call the police on my dad and put him to jail it was oh. severe mm-hmm. and so for and i kept my promise since what i was in oh, doesn't it feel better <laughs> okay. no i'm just on the spot and my heart's pounding it's but okay. it's okay it's okay but i had to keep that promise since i was in grade five yeah mm-hmm and I kept that promise since I was 17. Holy shit. Anyways, <laughs> so, but at a young age, I had to learn, and it's not fair to any child, yeah. how to protect yourself, how to mother your own self, how yeah, to take exactly. care of yourself. Yeah. It's difficult. So I could, I always feel for you each time you say things and like that. I think that's probably maybe my biggest drive for being like, oh, I want to be a dad sooner than later too, is mm-hmm. because that's sort of how I framed it in my, in my like, those years. Yeah. I would look at myself and if I was dealing with something, I'd be like, okay, let me pretend that I'm a kid and I'm also yeah. a dad. How would I talk to myself yeah. from a fatherly role? You had to grow and up that's so how I that's how I'd counsel myself. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't go out 
like out of, to somebody else and ask for help. I, when I would try, people would be like, they'd give me the sort of like toughen up, beef up, be a man sort of advice. And you're just like, that didn't help at all. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to do something that was a little bit more deeper that hit on a more uh, emotionally intelligent level, I had to be my own dad in my own head. So I know what you mean. Yeah. And that's not, it is not a position that a child should be in because you're not, you're not, you you're not know, capable of doing that. You don't that. know how to like, yeah. no one provided you're learning your own way. And then your anxiety, stress, it's intense. You also don't don't. And you, you just deal don't know. With it even till yeah. holy shit, I'm dealing yeah. with it right now, and I feel it, and I notice it. But yeah. um, it stays with but you. But there's also it stays with you. But it made you a much tougher person. Mm-hmm. I think that's why people yeah. see me as. I like, think you go through those things as a woman. Yeah, because I had to grow up very. Quickly. I think you go through everything in life. Like things are thrown at you to like become the person you're supposed to be. Yeah. Right? So you were meant to go through those things. Mm-hmm. So now you can be strong. Yeah. I might cry after this because <laughs> I do need to let it out. I think I think that's a good note to wrap up for today. Yeah. You you two, Nick and D, <laughs> yeah. have been like a really good addition to the show. Amazing. We're gonna have to bring you back and maybe continue this conversation on and deeper. So much level. value came yeah. out of this. Truly. Really D, plug your business again. Thanks. Oh, you want me to say yeah. this? Yes. Oh, Tell us the gram. D's Divine Beauty. 14% royalty. <laughs> awesome. D's Divine Beauty. Thanks for joining us, D. Thanks for joining us, Nick. Thank no you. Problem. Thanks for having so us. Much. I feel like it was a it great was episode. Fun talking. Yeah. yeah. Loved it. We'll plan something for next time. Yes. We'll get you back on. Until then. Yeah. You guys did a great job. Yeah. Right. Until then. That was the mm-hmm. line. Take care. Ciao. <laughs> Bye. How are we looking, Ali Al? Beautiful. How do you feel? You nervous anymore? I was so nervous in the beginning, guys. My face went red. I was like, you guys are giving me the spotlight. I was like, ooh. Yeah. When did you feel like the nerves wore off?